This episode is full of spoilers and contains some not-so-super language. citizens welcome to the forge to potitude i'm dave michaels i'm brian betts and we are the cape podcasters this is a show where we talk about some mutant men and mutant women so we're talking x2 today x2 we got a buddy we, we have a special guest that's him that's the guy he, he's oh right I, there. I, I wasn't i wasn't properly introduced <laughs> i was i was waiting for the sidekick super fan um, yeah the number one sidekick no just go ahead and introduce yourself uh, i guess yeah. that's what we'll do this uh <laughs> Sidekick Superfan, checking back in. Thank you for having his, me. He's on his high horse because he wants to introduce himself. <laughs> Rode in. <laughs> I was waiting. Mutant Steed. I was waiting. Mutant Steed. Thanks for having me back, and uh, thanks for letting me cosplay as Mystique this time. Yeah, no, it's uh... Yeah, you got a thing about being blue and naked, yep. huh? I, I'm going to enforce a rule that anytime you guys have a blue protagonist, uh, I'm going to be here now. You have to be. Yeah. Okay. You have to be. Yeah. You're getting paint all over my chair. <laughs> <laughs> Again, no pants. Again. Yeah. We watched X2, X-Men United. Not a soccer team. No. Not, not a soccer not team. Not a soccer team. That's, Would have an f- unfair keep... advantage if they were. Why? There's mutants. Yeah, but soccer teams have personality. That's <laughs> the biggest difference between these two. Oh, I'm not ready for what this is going to be. No. Starting out quick. Yeah, well, that's the thing. is. So Howard the Duck came into a world he did not create. You created this world, and this world's <laughs> going to hurt, I think. <laughs> X2, or as some people call it, the good one. Do they? Yeah. I thought that was X3. No, that's just the third one. Oh, okay. This is the good one. This is the one everyone think, says is the good one. It is the good one. I'm really torn on it because I thought it was the good one too until this watching. I thought so too. And this was one of the first times where me and Brian watched, well, we watched the first hour of the movie together. And we had to stop it. We had to stop it. We had to actually pause it and walk away. And uh, then we watched it, the second part, separately. This The second half of it, I really like the second half. Yeah, the second half is much better. Guys, I'll be honest. On my way over here, yeah. I was like, this is a great movie. I'm uh-huh. ready. I'm ready to defend myself. I was confident. That's all out the window already. I'm, <laughs> I'm very nervous as to what you're about to do to me in this yeah, movie. Yeah, remember how Brian liked Iron Man? Okay, fair. Yep. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> it might happen. Do you remember how we both like Scott Pilgrim? Well, we call it not push. Right. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be wild. We still do like Scott Pilgrim. We do still, we still like love it. Scott Pilgrim. That's true. Just we have different thoughts about it now. X2, directed by... Not a mutant, just a scummy, scummy, just scummy, the scummy. Worst man. of the worst. <laughs> Brian Singer. Ugh. <sighs> what more guess, can you say about that? I guess we got Do we have to talk about him again? We talked about him last time. We talked about how shitty of a person he is. He's last terrible. Time. He's the absolute worst. Just as a human being. Just gross. All right. So you, Stephen, you you said that this is. Well, I you love, requested this one. I requested to be on this yeah. one. I love X Men. I love all of the movies. Yeah. I love the comic book. I love the lore. I love everything about this universe. Um. So yeah, yeah. I, I was excited for this one. You should I'm, be. I'm less. You still now. should be. No, because okay. this is your chance. This is your chance to stand up to the world and say, "Hey, guys, X Men. Things I like aren't bad." <laughs> <laughs> you just want to get into it. We should probably just get into it. We start out with Professor Xavier just doing a voiceover talking about mutant stuff. He's just Tobes McGobin. Yeah, humans not wanting to share the world. Sharing is caring, but humans are bad at it. Yep. Yep. Not wrong. No, that's that's very accurate. Yeah? The White House. Yes. Steven, I need you to keep your erection in your 
Well, just under the table because there are no pants. <laughs> Nightcrawler's here. Night fucking crawler. <laughs> Give him a middle name. I don't. <laughs> I don't know much. I don't care much for that. I'll allow it though. <laughs> I'll allow it. Will you? Yeah, because John Ottman's not getting one. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. He did the music. That's yeah. fair. Also edited it, which is yeah. always odd to me. Whenever that that That's, combo. Oh, happens. I did the the composing yeah. and the editing of the movie. Yep. Sure. Why not? Sure. Nightcrawler is going to break into the White House, and he's going to just knock the shit out of everybody doing that whole teleporty thing that he does. Oh, man. He sure does teleporty. He does so much smoky teleporting. Yeah. Big time. That's it. And he tries to kill the president, and he's going to hold a knife to the president, and then he's going to get shot by yeah. Deus Ex Security Guard. Deus Ex Security Guard. <laughs> That's there. Yeah. He drops a knife that says, was it Mutant Freedom Now? Mutant, Mutant Freedom, Freedom now. now. Yeah. John Favreau. He doesn't say that, though. No, no. he doesn't, because the knife said it for him. He just hisses. Yes, and this is hisses this is your accent. favorite character. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The big hisser yeah. himself. One of them. One of them. The There's... big hisser. Yeah. One of my other favorite characters shows up later. Uh, he's promptly forgotten, but we'll get into it. Is he a big silver boy? He is a giant silver All boy. All right. He sure is. <laughs> yeah. He absolutely is. That's fair. Where do we go after this? Where's they, they go to, I assumed it was just Canada. I also assumed it was, it's funny you yeah. say that, because I just wrote down, this is probably Canada. <laughs> hey. <laughs> one in doubt. It is Canada. Yeah. Neat. We got one. <laughs> Finally. Why is everything they, when in doubt, go to Canada? Wolverine. Is he Canadian? He is Canadian. He is Canadian. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Logan is super Canadian, and whenever he has to do some self-reflecting, Canadian woods. Alberta, specifically. So that's where we are. Alkali Lake. Alkali Lake. Nothing there, do apparently. You think, do you think the Hulk and him are buds there? Because the Hulk runs off to Canada, doesn't he? Does he? To oh, self-reflect. Oh, yeah. At the, at the end of- uh... No, no, no. <laughs> at the end of Endgame, no. <laughs> it's great. <It's... laughs> at the end of- uh... The, the, the forgotten MCU movie. The Incredible The Incredible Hulk. Hulk. Ed Norton. Yeah, he is an Takes actor off to Canada and uh, turns into Mark Ruffalo. Yes, as we all know. That's what happens in Canada. Yes. Well, you better be careful then because uh, this huge jacked man might turn into- Mark Ruffalo? A Mark Ruffalo. I, no. Nope. Mark Ruffalo as Wolverine. I can't see it at all. <laughs> no, neither. Not even a little bit. <laughs> hey, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Ruffalo. I just uh, That's going to be in my brain now. I don't want to think of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine anymore. What about Ruffalo with that hair? Because we do see the oh, worst, wild. the worst uh, Hugh Jackman hair that we get in the whole series. I think oh, is man. this movie. Yeah. They try to remake his whole mask thing, way on the nose with yeah. uh, with his hair. Well, and Hugh it looks Jackman's so odd bad. just in general because I feel like in X Men, it's kind of a fat Jackman. Like you see, he has all the the face larger, and then in this one, it's like he's starting to become the Hugh Jackman yeah. we all know. Well, it's because this is like a new era of superhero movies, and they weren't like- Only two years removed. They weren't like, oh, let's get the super first jacked now. Yeah, Nobody but does even get Spider-Man there. wasn't wasn't jacked. Spider-Man's never jacked. Exactly. It was Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. <laughs> this is where the current comic book thing started, was with X-Men and Spider-Man. Well, yeah. It wasn't until late in the game where they started getting super buff. That sounds like an in impact the on the genre. I don't know if it is. Mm, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> This guy listens. Yes. <laughs> not the number one super fan for no reason. True. Yeah, Wolverine goes to this lake, he finds nothing. Nothing at all. And scene. This movie does a lot of that. Yes. The, and scene. And just and go on scene. to something else. Okay. A lot of world building going on. And a lot of, I think, following up on the world that was built in the first one. I agree. Yeah. 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 Storm is going to be leading a uh, museum tour. Yep. She's doing more of some sort. Leading and teaching these kids than she did in the entirety of the first movie. Also dropped the accent, and I'm uh, Big pretty fan. happy about Big that. Big fan yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah. Jean Grey starts listening to everyone's thoughts because she's a creep. Was it an intentional thing? I don't think so. Okay. No. She's got issues going on right now. Oh, yeah. for sure. Big time. 
Some would call it character development. We're going to call it issues. Issues. For sure. She has an arc. <laughs> she has to. Can't deny her that. <laughs> she has to. We'll get there. We'll get there. Scott calls her out on being all different because now her brain's all. What happened to you? You On the fritz. Mm. Her mutant brain isn't working. Cyclops, man. <laughs> uh, what an unlikable character. He really is. He really, really is. He sucks. Just, sucks something special. Just bad. Great actor, too, and just completely underused and, uh, and Cyclopsy. You don't like James Marsdale? That's I just think he's like used your opinion, just man. the right, right amount here. <laughs> Perfect amount of use of being underused. This is going to be tough. <laughs> no, no. Uh-oh, he's pulling out the defense notebook. Oh, no, I just wanted my notes. He's got <laughs> handwritten <laughs> notes. That's what I do. It's the official license. K podcasters. Moleskin. I don't remember licensing that. He just slapped some stickers yeah. on there. We're going to have to sue you. Yeah. Cease and desist. <laughs> Iceman, Rogue, and Pyro, they're sitting there just being all jackasses. There's bullies. Do museums have food courts? Yeah. <laughs> What's the last time we went to a museum? That's the real question. I don't know. That is a good question. When's the last time you paid $9 for chicken tenders? I don't think he was at a museum. Hmm. Is that what it was there? Is that what they... No, that... but I oh. mean, any it's highway robbery at any you're of right. those places. I... Well, you're learning, and that's where the... Yeah. That's what you're really paying for, right? Oh, man. What? Sometimes you got to learn, and when you learn, you got to pay for food. For chicken tendies. Sure. I was just at Mass Mocha like a month ago. They don't have a food court. Is it a quicker museum? Can you get yourself- A quicker museum? Like, you know, quick, you know. Quilt, a quicker museum. Mass Mocha. No, it's a pretty substantial size. Huh. They have like a coffee shop, but they don't have- well, of course they have a coffee shop. Maybe they they do. probably have like a scarf shop. Maybe they do have a, a beret uh, shop. A food court. I just didn't go to it. A highly populous one at that too. There are a lot of people in there this There are food court. so many people in this museum in general. Yeah. What yeah. museum is this? I don't know. It feels more like a baseball game where no one's watching the game. Everyone's just at the food court. Yeah. Exactly what it is. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's museum stuff, but I'm going to rather yeah. chow down on these $9 chicken tenders. Of course. Of course. But these three, Iceman, Rogue, and Pyro, they're getting bullied. So sure I guess dude was one of the bullies want a light. He yeah. wants to yeah, light that's the right cigarette. guy. Yeah. Yeah. The guy who Flipping won't the stop fucking playing with the lighter. It's irritating. It is. But then they start to show off, I guess, where they're telling them to go kick rocks and then they don't want to go kick rocks. So mm-hmm. then Pyro gets in their face. Yeah. It's it's a weird scene because you have Iceman and Rogue who seem kind of amused at the beginning of it yeah. and then quickly get frustrated with Pyro and then for shit like- gets real. Yeah. It was, it was weird. But the whole thing is that then the bullies just end up taking the- Lighter anyway, and he lights his cigarette, and then Pyro makes the cigarette comically go boom in his yeah. face. Fire. Yeah, fire. What do they teach at this school? Are they teaching, like, how to use their powers? They're supposed to be teaching them to help control their powers as well as get a full education. It's a vocational school for, for, for mutants. Do they yeah, leave out will. social skills of how to communicate with anyone outside of the mutant world? Uh, they don't, and we'll get into that as well. Fair. I'll assume it's a scene with parents that you're talking about. No. Okay. A little on the nose with that one, too. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, it's a scene uh, where we stay up to the wee hours of the night changing the channel like a fucking madman with your eyelids. Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck. What a creepy scene. <laughs> Fuck that kid. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah. Professor Ice is going to freeze time because that's something he does now. Yep. When in doubt, freeze an entire freeze population. except the, the mutants. I don't think right. it's time that he's freezing. He's just... I think he's, yeah, because there's still, you still get the radio broadcast or right. the TV. Oh, that's right. So yeah. he's just freezing the room. He's just freezing the people in the museum. All of them. He's an the omega level mutant. That's true. Super powerful. He's just very powerful. Ceases all brain activity. That's what's happening. Like, all of you, yeah. stop. Well, no, what he said was. It's a good Patrick Stewart. No, great bit of dialogue here. He says, the next time you feel like showing off, don't. I call well, that a one-liner. They don't write that anymore. <laughs> they don't make actors like that anymore. You're right. 
They hear of an attack on the White House. It's Nightcrawler. It Steven. is Nightcrawler. It's Nightcrawler. It's Nightcrawler. Uh, please use his middle name. Night, night fucking crawler. Thanks. <laughs> night fucked a crawler. I don't like the tone you're using as a middle name. You know what? Never never mind. Don't use the middle name. Middle name's in there. It's uh, his Catholic name, and he's very Catholic. <laughs> he's very so. Catholic. And yes. Yes, he is. Since we haven't been to the school yet, might as well go to the school. Gotta go to the school. Yeah, every other scene. Every other scene, we have to be at the school. Or yes. Else this is not an X-Men movie. Right. Recycled footage from the first movie, by the way. This all, whole thing? All the exterior shots. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ran out of budget. Let's just use the same scenes from the first one. $110 million movie. They ran out of budget? Yeah. Wow. It got cut back, actually. I think the original was like 125 and uh, Singer had ideas to get like uh, Gambit touch was children. Gonna... What's that? Singer had ideas to touch children. <laughs> and they took his money. Yeah. Um... <laughs> they actually ended up taking the child actors from this house. <laughs> Jesus. In this movie. Ooh. Got too, way too real. <laughs> that footage yeah. of them in the cage? Yeah. That's actual footage. That's actually Singer's basement. Singer's basement. Wow. Well, he did actually want to have the danger room, which is the cylindrical yeah. room we'll see later in the films where uh, they test their powers. Um, and that scene got cut because the budget got cut. So, danger room is very cool in the Danger comics. room is awesome. Badass. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. a shame that that got cut. Yeah. I agree. At the school, they're talking about how they're worried about the government cracking down harder on mutants. And then with the same degree of worry, they talk about Wolverine being missing. Because, you know, those balance out just fine. <laughs> it's like the same thing. Cyclops is like, this has to be Magneto. But Xavier's like, nah. Nah, dude. Government, <laughs> man. We talked about this. <laughs> Aside from how great Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart are, Stewart are together, those two characters are great together. Like, in all X-Men movie, that's probably my favorite dynamic. We'll get there. <sighs> no, because you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely we're, right. We'll get there. Thank you. You're absolutely right. I agree. You agree that you're right? <laughs> I agree good. with myself. Very good. That's my Cerebro power. can't track mutants if they teleport? Well, no, they have to stop. That seems- He doesn't stop fast. Like, he's just popping around, and once they find him, he's gone, and he's on the move. That seems like a defect in Cerebro. I had or a problem with that. Or just a convenient plot device. Mm, I had a problem with that, too. Yeah. It doesn't need to be convenient. We'll get there. A lot of we'll get there. It seems silly. X2. We'll get there. X2. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Back at the White House, Senator Kelly. Senator Kelly. He's alive, maybe. He's not. No. He's not. No. It's a secret blue woman. Se- yeah. Shh. The secret. <laughs> Does the infamous Mystique wink, or blink, rather. Blinks. Eyes are yellow. It's Mystique. There you go. Of course. And we get William Stryker. Yeah, we also get Cracky Girl. The girl cracking every bone. Oh, yeah. I in called her, her body. William Stryker's side chick. That's Lady What's-Her-Face, right? Lady, Lady Deathstrike. Deathstrike. That's right. Uh, D- Deathstrike being spelled S-T-R-I-K-E, but yeah. also S-T-R-Y-K-E, just to kind of- Just uh, in case you were like, I don't know how to spell it. Doesn't matter. Well, no. Stryker <laughs> is with a Y. Oh, yeah. Little uh, little oh. nod to Stryker there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Comic book lore. So she's got like- Dual personalities? Uh, no, just sometimes in the comic, they want you to know that she's being, uh, you know, affiliated she's, with Stryker. She's under his neck hole. We'll get there. <laughs> hey, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we also meet Stryker, as you said. Yeah. The Stryker fellow helped build the facility that Magneto's imprisoned in. Yes. Uh, the great line there, uh, we developed the technology for his plastic prison. Like plastic. <laughs> I, I, that was so that was so odd. What do you mean the technology? You mean plastic and glass? Yes. Yes. We it's actually oh. Ben Braddock from The Graduate. We plastics. developed the technology. Yeah. That was a weird scene. We could rebuild it cheaper with plastic. <laughs> yeah. Stryker's also a bus driver because he throws the entirety of Professor Xavier's school under the bus. Oh, yeah. Big time. By saying, I think it's not a school, dude. There's Is that what bus that drivers do? The... Do bus drivers throw things under their bus? Yeah. And then they run it over. I had some bad bus drivers, I guess. Yeah. Never had that happen. They got you to school? No yeah, problem? No problem. No Oof. running over anything? Oof. Seatbelts, though? 
No. Ah, they were halfway there then. Okay. They eat all the sandwiches? <laughs> nice. I love how on the Caped Podcasters, we always go into movies that are not superhero powered at all. No. Well, no. that's because we're talking about X-Men here. Last God time we were talking about Watchmen with you. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was my chance with a good movie, but. It is a good movie. Thank you. I still stand by that, which is weird. Okay. I do think it's a good movie. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> so the president wants to kind of just not have any bad PR going on with this thing. He says, right. hey. You can go to that school. Don't kill any kids. Don't kill any kids. <laughs> Senator Kelly's all worried about this conflict escalating. Stryker's going to bring up Nam. He sure does. Yep. Brian Cox, by the way. Brian Cox. He kicks ass. He's he's an actor. An actor. In this film. There's a camera pointed in his direction. And he's And he recites the to given be a dialogue in a believable way. Yeah. Whilst pretending to be another individual. Right. Sounds confusing. He could pull it off. He's very good. We haven't been at the school in a little bit. I think it's been like a scene, yeah. Oh, jeez. I miss it so much already. You gotta go back. Yeah, of course. Iceman. He's trying to get it on with Rogue. Let's figure out Iceman for a second. Okay. What's going on with him? Is he suicidal? Sean Ashmore? Iceman. Bobby. Yes. Bobby Drake. Why is he trying to kiss Rogue when he knows that he's gonna- Because he's gonna up. He's gonna die. Nah, first he's just gonna get icy breath, like a gum commercial. Oh, man. He has has some time. He can kiss her for a little bit. Yeah. And then then start to die. (laughs) So it's it's kind of like want to kiss for a little bit. It's a game of just the tip over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> the problem the here, <laughs> problem here is Rogue. She gets that little bit. And she's like, I need more. Yeah, and then she almost kills him. Right, right. Well, and she's it's, equally horned up. It's not explained as well, but when she touches you, she, she also experiences your emotion as well. So yeah. the more mm. horned up he is, now the more horned up she is, and sure. it's just this positive feedback loop. Of horned upness. Of just continual I suppose that's Until right. he starts dying, and then she starts feeling dying. Right, <laughs> right. But Wolverine's going to show up, and Iceman gets all- A little jelly. A little jelly over it. That's which is weird. wild. That's weird. weird. Yeah. I don't like it. Cause, well, because Rogue and the Wolvie boy, they're, they're the, buds. Yeah. They, she's a <sighs> they're bub. child. But I've always, yeah, I've always <laughs> got the vibe there's a there's a, a stark age difference between the two of them, yeah. at least at least in the, in the cinematic universe. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But I like how Iceman gives him the cold handshake. Yeah. Pretty good. He says that they're dating. I miss Wolverine that questions how? What do you, how do you <laughs> how do you guys do the And I was like, that seems like an inappropriate question to come from it a does, teacher. But yeah. also, <laughs> just you ever seen like naked gun? Whole body condom. There Whole you body go. condom. Oh, Problem solved. Done. Yeah. Yeah. They could do it. That's and then she can't feel the emotions when and he's got a <laughs> oh, I went. <laughs> and she won't know it's a fake. It's perfect. <laughs> Foolproof. <laughs> Completely. Foolproof. I gotta figure it out. I know how mutant sex works. Good. Write the book I'm off. glad somebody does. <laughs> we'll talk more about mutant sex later in the Roger Ebert area of this show. Okay. That's weird. It's very sex heavy. Okay. Naturally. It's not very sex heavy. It just mentions it, but it doesn't need to, and it will, because he likes to go there for some reason. He does enjoy talking about super sex. Speaking of super sex, in this plastic prison, Magneto's reading a book called The Once Future King. Mmm. Heavy-handed. Hmm. I didn't notice that. Favreau salute. Stryker's going to come in with this guard. I find it very hard yep. to believe that there is no metal anywhere. Anywhere in, in that thing? Like, look at Stryker's glasses. I was, I was thinking well, that too. Screw. Come on. I was looking at buttons. I was looking at. Yeah. He's I was gotta, looking, does he have to like change his like, glasses every single time he goes in anywhere? <laughs> it's like, does, does somebody in there wear a watch? Like, there's got to be some metal in here. Probably wearing like slacks or something. That's got a zipper. A zipper? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they but, do go through a super thorough scanner. They that, do the scanner. By that, all means, will definitely catch all metal that's ever going to go in there. For and sure, it would catch every single bit of metal. Any piece of metal no way of all. not 
catching any metal. Right. We have that established. Right. Good. Right. All good. right. Good. That's been established. Cool. Neck hole. Neck hole. Let's neck talk about hole. the neck Let's hole. talk about neck holes. Manito's got a neck hole. It's in the his sure back does. of his head. Yeah. And they're going to put just the juice. The juice. juice. Just drop it on in there. And now Striker kind of controls it. Yeah. How? Yeah, I'm not well, sure how this one works. He's got juice. Well, it's extracted from his son, right? Yep. Right. It's, it's, ju- it's junior juice. Too soon. Yeah. Ju- <laughs> yeah. I'm not okay. Brian with- Singer, man. Yeah. Don't exactly. Say that. <laughs> I'm not okay with that joke in light of okay. Brian Singer being okay. the director. So. That's fair. That's okay. fair. We won't go with Junior Juice. <laughs> no. We'll go with Little Striker Juice. Little... <laughs> it's his brain juice. His yes, psychic. It's brain his telepathic juice. How brain does juice. one extract brain juice? Uh, you, you got me. Does he like have more brain juice that's just up there also after he takes the brain juice? I don't know. He's going to control. Magneto here, and he gets all the information about yes. Professor X's school. Uh, and Cerebro. And Cerebro. Cerebro. Yeah. The Cerebro. Cerebro. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I feel like it's been forever since we've been at the school. We should go back. Let's go back Let's and go see check what's in happening. On the kids while they're still there. Professor X got a pet peeve. Yeah. It's <laughs> smoking in Cerebro. Don't do it. Don't. <laughs> Don't do it. Have a little respect for he'll the most powerful you, weapon on the world. He'll make you believe you're a six-year-old girl. <laughs> Which, honestly- right. Not the worst existence for Honestly, Logan. Honestly, yeah, that's... yeah. He's had a bad life. That might be a way to turn it around. He'd be like, "Oh, I'm just a pretty little girl." Yeah, with a beard. And that hair would make some more fucking sense, huh? A little bit. Grow it out. Throw some pigtails. Makes <laughs> sense again. Hugh Jackman, man. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. He acts all over this movie. He's fucking terrible. Ah, oh, he is fucking terrible. <laughs> Ouch. This isn't his best outing. I think he goes on to really nail the Wolverine character in, in the X Men Origins. Mm, Wolverine. We'll get there. I hope not. <laughs> I'm not joining for that one. I sincerely hope not. Yeah. Check your schedule. I put it on your calendar already. Ouch. Yep. We learn how Cerebro works because Professor X says, hey, all this, this, is how all this white works. shit, they're, the, they're human people. That's and all the red shit, they're mutants. There was way more red than I expected. Yeah, there's a lot of red. Which also- About I... equal. About equal, I'd say. Yeah. It's like someone in the CGI department just said, just make them make that white red. <laughs> make all the white dots. Make them red dots. Done. Low budget, guys. Figure it out. Uh, I have to believe that Wolverine knows how Cerebro works long before this scene. One would this think. This was all exposition for us. And yeah. Okay. Logan's also been gone for a while. We don't know how Up long. Up in Canada. He's literally been in Cerebro before. Yeah, but it doesn't mean he knows how it works. Just feels like now's not the time to explain it, unless you had an audience watching. And That's, you know, that's true. He's yeah, about to have right. an audience, because now he gets told to watch kids. Babysitter Wolverine. That's a movie I'd say. I would. It'd be like, what was that movie with Vin Diesel? Yeah, I was just thinking that. <laughs> was that The Pacifier? The yeah. Pacifier. Yeah. Why do you know that? that just but... subs- I worked at Hollywood Video. I saw that case all the time. A lot sure. of people came in and rented it, and we always questioned why. They did? Yeah, a lot of people. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Weird time. All right, let's didn't go back to a rock... movie that people didn't rent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. I guess Professor X finds this strange teleporting mutant, and he tells Gene Grainstorm, hey, go get him. Is he in Boston, I guess? So this is what I don't understand. Yeah. He sent them up to Boston. Yeah. And later we'll see that Wolverine <laughs> identifies them as being in Boston and yeah. saying, you know, we had to drive up to Boston. They'll be there. And then they'll be in Boston and it'll take a jet plane a long <laughs> yes. fucking time to show up. <laughs> Not that pl- big of a city. In a place it's already at. But yes. as is the theme, we'll get there. Yeah. So Nightcrawler's in Boston. Yeah. Mystique's in this government place and she's stealing files. That happens already? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Trust me, we're moving. Yeah, she's, <laughs> right. she's- We're sort of moving. Mystique, in this instance, identifies as Stryker's side chick, Lady Deathstrike. Yeah, she breaks in, she starts she, stealing she files off the thing, and there's a secret file for Cerebro on the computer, too. That is just a folder. It's just a folder it's on the desktop marked open. Cerebro. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no code name. Did you guys happen- Cerebro, code name Cerebro. Yes, yeah. I did happen. Did you happen to pause and take a look at all the files? Not all of them. No, we didn't pause, but I did notice that one of the files said 
Remy LeBeau. Yes, it sure did. Uh, that would be the mutant known as Gambit. The old Gambit. Time throw himself. He also, throws things. It's... Also one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, there's Easter eggs all over that screen. There's all sorts of- uh, oh, I super, believe it. Yeah, all sorts of mutant names. Uh, you have the Beast gets a call out there. Gambit, he gets it on the, gets a call. the TV also. He does. He does. Mm. Deleted scene there. You actually got to see him start to change. On TV? Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Deleted scene. Better movie. Better movie. Would have been. Well, he shows up. Kelsey Grammer plays him, unfortunately, but he'll show up. Kelsey Grammer's great. I think Kelsey Grammer's great. What the fuck are we talking he's about terrific. anymore? He's terrific. So anyways. What don't you like about him? How he's sitting there and he starts going, talking to Wolverine. He's like, nah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Logan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Something about tossed salad and scrambled eggs. That's what I heard. That's his move, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, Project Wide Awake, which if you know anything about the Sentinels. Katy Perry song. No. <laughs> where she got the inspiration from, from what I heard. Right. Yeah. Katy Perry is actually a Sentinel uh, yes. created to kill mutants. There She's you go. wide yes. awake. We know. Yeah. We know. So that's the government uh, project to create the Sentinel, send them out, and kill mutants. So another little fun There's Easter egg. a lot egg. of stuff going on in that computer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was it was a good time to be an X-Men nerd, uh, that pause scene. I had fun. It still is now that they're back to Disney. Yeah. And hopefully- Yeah. And then these movies are going to be go, good. Yeah. Hopefully they're going to go Phoenix on it and fix it. Be good. This is not a bad movie, Brian. Thank you. Know. It's a slow movie. At first. Yeah. I didn't think that. Well, I mean, okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> I like how Mystique has to print out all these files. Yeah. Because the... USBs apparently did not exist. Not in 2003. Not in the, I'm pretty sure not in the government either. What? <laughs> I also want to know how they had a 3D rendering of Cerebro just based on Magneto telling him some details. It's very detailed description. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. How did they get that? And how do you print out a 3D rendering? With a 3D printer that'll come out in about 10, 15 years. No, it's 15. like 50 years because I don't have USBs in this thing yet. That's true. Lady Deathstrike's going to show up, though. Yeah, so Mystique's got to hightail it out of there. She's just going to pose as the janitor. As the janitor. And then she sees the janitor, and it's, and the janitor's it's funny. Like, what? It's a good jokey joke. It is, but that guy has some serious issues off screen now going forward. Does he really? Oh, he's got Who a, is that? I don't know, but I'm just saying the, the well-being of this janitor. He's just oh, had the ultimate- the janitor, the character. The yeah, janitor. the ultimate gaslighting. Did I see myself? What right, the fuck was that? Mean? Yeah. What am I? Yeah. Mystique? So you just gave the janitor more character development than any of the characters we actually see and get to know in this two hour, 14 minute movie. Anyways, what were we saying? <laughs> let's just, let's get Nightcrawler. I suppose. I think it's time. If we have to. If we have to. Go down to this broken down church and he's just all up in there. Teleporting through the rafters. Storm gonna storm. Inside. Inside. She does some stormy stuff indoors. Yeah, she's useful now. I had an issue with that. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Where's the because lightning indoors? It just didn't make any sense. And also, if Jean Grey is gonna catch him as he's falling, why not just do that in the first place? Why not also just teleport when you realize that you're falling? Why not teleport at all? Well, I, see I, that I understood that as Jean Grey froze his abilities to use his power, which she'll do later in the movie as well. Hmm. Okay, that's fair. I could buy that. That's one for X two. <laughs> <laughs> if we you're keeping it. score, if you're keeping score at home, Alan Cumming, guys, yeah. I loved this scene. Little Steven was 11 years old when this movie came out. Sure. He's I still made... Little Steven. I'm looking right at him. Mm. Mm. I made uh, my mother bring me to this movie twice in theaters. Oh. She obliged. What a saint. <laughs> she's, she's a great mother. Not for that reason, Brian. It was a good movie. Um, and my this... mom took me to see Good Burger. Jesus How many saint. times? Once. Eh, that's enough. That's all we needed. <laughs> also a great movie. If we ever cross over into that one. Uh, We've dips. talked. We've talked about it. Oh, I know. I it's know. great. I know. Let me remind you of my title. Um, this scene though had a profound effect on 11 year old Steven. I thought he looked super cool. I loved his powers. I loved the whole religious aspect. I, I think there was a solid week where I tried to talk in a German accent, which who wants to be German, Brian? 
But uh, oh, ouch! <laughs> if you can dish it out, you got to take it. Wow! Uh, I I loved this scene. It doesn't make any sense now at twenty seven years old. But I, I like this scene a lot because thank you. It's the well because you Let have Alan finish. coming and you have Famke Jansen and they're both in Goldeneye together and that's pretty cool. Ouch. So that's that's why. Yep. Because they have yeah, they brought movie? It back. It was a it was a they brought it back together. Neat. I like. It. I don't think they have a scene in that movie together. Oh, Goldeneye. It's not like I remember. So that kind of that's neat. why you like it. Yeah. It's a little Goldeneye reunion. Yeah. Neat. You want? I didn't like it. Go on. We'll get there. All right. They're healing up Nightcrawler. Yeah. Yeah. And they're befriending him because he's, he's got very... that neck hole. He has a neck hole. He also has self-inflicted scars. Let's yeah. Have some sympathy for the man. Yeah. They're self-inflicted scars, but they're also artistic. They look great. Yeah. He's, they're the he's opposite he's of making some designs on his stuff. Scars. One for every sin. Is that on his body? Yeah. I dislike him as a character. He like drew on himself with these things. These scars are like they're art. Yeah, they're they're symbols from the Archangel Gabriel, and he carves one into himself every time he sins. Okay. He's a little cooler. I have a problem with religious zealots. Why? That's that's extreme. Yeah. That's, that's extreme. He's an extreme character. Uh he's born looking like a demon, and I think that's the fun dichotomy there. I yeah, and also he's wet all the time. Oh yeah. Not as wet as Mystique. No. Mystique's hair is always wet. They're both really wet people. Fun fact there. Are you ready for another X-Men fun fact, Brian? Because your face says you are. <laughs> Born ready. Uh, comic book universe. So then we go to the school. <laughs> <laughs> comic book universe, Nightcrawler is Mystique's son, but not in this movie. No, they're the same age. Yeah. If not, Nightcrawler being older. <laughs> Definitely looks older. Yeah. Both really wet and blue. Yeah. And so not am I. The, not in the blue goo Not in the Smurf blue yeah, kind of, of way, right? That was a weird podcast, guys. <laughs> Sure was. Back to the school? I feel like we should go back to the school. Yeah. Oh, one that we haven't had yet. Logan trying to figure out who he is. That's true. That's a that's an important part of these movies. I check out every single time they do this. My notes actually say literally, Wolverine's asleep, probably gonna have a bad dream. <laughs> yep, bad dream. Did not stab anyone this time. No. That's, that's good. Because nobody <laughs> that's tried better to... than the last movie. People have learned. Hell... They're like, hey, if he starts yelling while he's sleeping, don't stand over him. Right. He'll make up for that. In just a few moments, Wolverine is going to be very okay with murder. He's going to get real, real stabby. Yeah. He's fine with murder. Yes. Yes. But one note's not fine. Steven's favorite character in the movie. Blinky the human remote? Yep. Not okay with that. He says he never sleeps. Yeah. How what? terrifying is that? That's, that's bonkers. I don't... He's just sitting there blinking and changing the channel. What if he actually wants to watch something? He stops blinking. Just leaves him open? And just stares. What a creepy little kid. For dry eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Clear eyes is awesome. Um, yeah, what is his actual power? Because they they show some. I think he's a he's a universal remote. <laughs> yep. They, they show yep. some some tidbits in this movie and the last. Uh, you know, you get Kitty Pride going through the doors yep. or through walls. Yeah, yeah. You have a kid who can wa- walk on water. The the little bit you get of this guy is he could just change the channels with his eyelids. Yeah. Uh, what? Sometimes that's all you need. <laughs> Maybe no one said all mutants of, are cool, Steve. He might be some kind of tech <laughs> techno mancer. How is that a genetic mutation? And that's a problem it's I have. It's the same thing with the, the Archie kid at the beginning with the tongue. Right, right. Artie Maddox. That uh, Art, Artie Maddox. Archie yeah. Artie. Art, yeah, they, well, his nicknames. A little bit of an Archie. Easter egg there. Uh, he's yeah. a better character in the comic books, but he just has a tongue in this one for some reason. Sticks hey. out his lizard tongue. Sometimes you don't get the, the genetic lottery. You don't hit the genetic lottery. I like to well, think they're that. Mutants. They didn't hit it to start. That's the whole point of this movie. They had leftover budget from Toad's tongue. I feel. <laughs> Went to this kid. How, how yes. could they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> The genetic lottery, hitting the genetic lottery is becoming a mutant. Not according to this movie. That's the whole point of this movie. I mean, have you heard of superpowers, Dave? Do you think that's a- The kid has a lizard tongue. How is that a superpower? 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Is just because he's a mutant doesn't mean he he won some so, super awesome. Prize. So you're saying he hit the genetic lottery, but it's like, but yeah, it's exactly. like Eli Manning missing a chromosome. Well, still. what I said is they don't <laughs> like it's not good. <laughs> like, yeah, you're special. You got two Super Bowl rings, but come on, <laughs> come on. What you I actually at, said was you look at they don't all hit books, the genetic really. lottery. Yeah, sometimes you just get that scratcher that's good for the price of the scratcher. That's the that's blue the, tongue. That's this kid. That's the blue tongue. Wow. If all right. <laughs> if nothing else, it makes. TV watching either really inconvenient or unbearable with him. So that's where we are. Most likely unbearable. Probably. I think being around that kid in general is unbearable. (laughs) Did you happen to listen to what he was watching? No. So it's a nature doc kind of explaining in the background how uh, the mama bear or whatever animal it is needs to go off and the babies by themselves, which is what's happening in this scene when uh, pretty much the strongest mutants besides Wolverine are all out of the house and he's the one left uh, caring for them when... uh, Men with camouflage faces? Yes. Like? Yes. There's also an Iceman, and he makes a soda really cold. He does make a soda cold. Product placement out the ass. Neat. Yeah. Did anyone else really want a Dr. Pepper, though? No. No? I haven't in a we while. We did have Dr. Pepper later, though. Yeah, we did. There you go. There you go. Weird how that worked out. Mm. Yeah, they got us. Product placement. Yeah, but the people that bought the Dr. Pepper didn't watch the movie with us. No, they knew. We must have subliminally dropped it somehow. Must have. Charles Xavier's going to go visit Magneto. Sometimes you got to go visit Magnets. Yeah. Magnets. <laughs> I thought you would have been a bigger Magneto fan. I love Magneto. I love Magneto. He okay. got a nickname from me. Yep. That's what I figured. <laughs> and, you know, Nito being in the name and all that, it kind of was built in. But Of course. Good. I had to I had to strip him of the Nito. That's mine. <laughs> He's going to question what Magneto knows about the assassination or attempt on the president. Yeah. Magneto says, hey, man, I gave Stryker everything. I didn't mean to. He, he neck-holed me. I got neck-holed. But he knows everything. That sounds... I boned you. Like something you'd find on Urban Dictionary. Yeah, it's... Can you search Urban Dictionary for neck hole? I absolutely can. It has bad, like, sexual, racist... uh, Just, I don't like anything about that one. Well, I wasn't getting the racist part, (laughs) but go on. (laughs) Well, I'm blue, I can say that. Well, a neck hole here on Urban Dictionary is a friend, a companion. Man, I really like that neck hole. Mm. That's nothing. Nope. I, I don't know. That fits. That fits. I does Stri- it? Stryker neck holes you, and well, all yeah, of a sudden Stryker's you're Stryker's just trying to make he, friends. Yeah, he just forces you to be his friend. He's a lonely man. Yeah. Poor Brian Cox. His own son is like This is where he learned dad. about Jason, too, where yeah. it turns out Jason was a student of, of Charles Xavier, and he couldn't help him. Well, that's because yeah. Stryker wanted him to cured. Cured. Right. Exactly. And knowing Professor X, he was like, you don't need to be cured. Wow, that is so it's spot good. on. <laughs> I felt like he was here right now. And then- uh Jason took that with him. He's like, oh, Professor X told me I don't need to be cured. This is who I am. You can accept me as I am. He resents his parents, starts giving him visions, and then he, uh, his mother kills herself with a- With a drill. With a drill. Power drill to the temple, yeah. Yeah, to get those mm. images out. I don't, uh, I don't think that Jason Stryker has the, the intellect to kind of have that full-fledged of a thought that you just gave him, by the way. No? This character says nothing through his own lips well, all movie long. Probably because his dad's been removing his brain fluid. I got to figure out plays into it. That's true. Yeah. Okay. You got me. Back at the school. School's under attack. What? Yep. The Professor Xavier School for Gifted Children. Yeah. Youngsters. Youngsters. Young, gifted youngsters is under attack? Yep. That doesn't happen. It does. Completely does. When else has that ever happened? The last one. <laughs> yeah, every movie. Oh, right. Right, right, right. <laughs> to the point that Deadpool makes a joke about it. Aren't you guys always rebuilding that place? <laughs> There's a couple annoying things that happen in here. Wolverine is just going to go ham on everybody. Murders everything with us. Very murdery. There's a sonic scream in there that lasts for forever. Banshee. 
That's her name? That's her name. Okay. It's Thank a him you. later on, but her right now. Not good enough. Yeah. Hey. That's fine. Not one of the main ones. It's a big school. We only see a few of them. Yep. We get Kitty Pride <laughs> falling through the bed into the floor. I like that her. a lot. It was, yeah, an awesome it was very scene. cool. It was awesome very cool. scene. This was uh, before these, she was, yeah, these soldier guys before are, she was Ellen Page. Yeah. Ellen Page. Yeah. These soldier guys are tranking every all the kids and stuff, or there's some of the kids at least. Yeah. Wolverine. Trank doesn't do it for him. No, he's made out of adamantium. Yeah. Can't drink that. Yeah. Also, heals. Heals very quickly. Right. Also, Colossus. Also, Colossus. Also, Colossus. Yeah. Uh, he goes metal for all of about three and a half seconds. That's all they could afford. Yep. It's all they could afford. Just a uh, big shirtless boy. Goes back to his human form before they're in safety, which makes no sense. To Doesn't me. make no, any sense at all. You'd think you'd want to stay metal while there are guns around. And then he saves some kids, and nobody ever knows what the fuck happens to him ever again. Well, he goes to the woods. Then what? Probably goes to Canada. That seems to be the thing <laughs> to do. I think if you yeah. wait until after the credits, you find out exactly what happens to him. Oh, I think I like that. I think I like it too. Good. Things I don't like. Uh, Logan is making sure everyone gets away. Has a one-on-one with Stryker. And Stryker says, ah, I, I know everything about you. I'll tell you all about you. Iceman says, <laughs> Ice Wall, you're not going to learn shit. I love this movie. This is my most infuriating scene. Striker puts his hand to the glass, yeah. and Wolverine does this weird, like, I'm going to match it, like, we're mother and son. Yeah. Uh, and he's playing somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I hated that scene. I hated that scene. So someday we'll be reunited. Father. Yeah. So Logan's now going to decide they got to escape him, Rogue, and Pyro, and Iceman. Yeah. They steal Cyclops' car because it's another vehicle. Real hey, block Cyclops. of ice, by the way. Sick Mazda, bro. Yeah. 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 They've uh, come a real long way. <laughs> yeah, I'll say. RX-8 with the custom X-Men uh, rims. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Sick car, dude. Sick car. Going to upgrade my Miata immediately. <laughs> I think the only thing worse about this car- Is the phone. The phone's real bad. The phone's, the phone's bad. The phone's, the phone's pretty bad. bad. And also- I think it's Pyro, though. It's Pyro. Pyro is like uncomfortable science of the car. Hits a button on the CD player and bye, 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 bye starts bye, playing. Bye, bye, Why? At 11 years old, that shit was hysterical. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I bet. But it also means Scott was listening to that in the car. That's the joke. I missed that. That's the joke, is that Scott had it ready to go at the only part of the song that everyone knows. Yeah, sometimes you got to pause the song right before the chorus. So, Are we sure it wasn't the radio? You had a CD player? It could have been a radio. Still. Okay. But, you know, Cyclops listening to NSYNC radio, because they only play NSYNC on the ra- I don't know. I had to look this up, because I wanted to see if this was one of those dated jokes where it was probably funny during filming, and that it was dated by the time the movie came out. Bye 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 came out January 11th, 2000. Okay. Okay. So three it was years like old. three and a half years old at this point. Okay, yeah. That's a little old. Yeah. I think the joke is 11-year-old boys probably hated boy bands, and that was a fun, like, yeah. ill, they're gross kind of joke, and it was a cheap laugh, and they got it from me. Speaking of gross. Speaking of gross. We're going to do the opposite and talk about it's Rebecca Romaine. Let's talk about Rebecca Romaine. Oh, let's. It's a real Rebecca Romaine, not a mystique at this point. No. She is out of the makeup and- Full-on yeah. Romaine Stamos. Yeah. Is she a Romaine Stamos at this point? Yes. I think she is. Okay. Lucky man, that John. Yeah. She's going to seduce the prison guard at the bar, buys him a drink, drugs that bad boy up, then they do a makeout in the bathroom. Yeah. You're really aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. This is really dirty. Yeah. He just feels the need to commentate. Isn't the whole... that the point? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. He was a little more wholesome than I would have given that character credit right? for, right? Yeah. Why did he bring his beer into the ba- into the bathroom? During this makeout you with this extraordinarily good-looking woman. Uh, to drink the roofie that she's giving him, obviously, Dave. Yeah, come on. She just left at the bar, man. He would have gone all the way, I think. That's what I want to know. How far would Mystique have let this go if he had not passed out in that actual moment? Because she's right at the zipper. I'm willing to find out. 
<laughs> Send me back in time to a bar, I'll wear a guard's uniform, put the beer in front of me. Yeah, but then the trick is I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> so do we now. <laughs> so I'm gonna find out how far she's willing to go. She gotta shoot the passed out prison guard in the ass with just iron. Liquid iron. Just liquid I guess? iron just fires it in there. Just a big old syringe full of metal. Yep. Apparently that doesn't have any adverse effects immediately on your health. Who not, knew? Not Who immediately, knew? because he gets to go to work the next day too. Yeah. Sure does. Stryker actually got to break into Cerebro and it also captured six kids, made off with all yeah. the things he needed to finish his Cerebro. Well, he's living Brian Singer's dream, I think. Oh, yeah. Six kids? Yeah. Absolutely. I <laughs> got <laughs> <laughs> <Like> nothing. Sorry. <laughs> Fucking lost it. <laughs> Special kids at that. Yeah. Nondescript powered kids. One's got a tongue. <laughs> his dream again. A blue one. <laughs> Came with a blue tongue. Yes, he does. Yep. <laughs> that he does. We go to some nondescript prison at this point. Professor Xavier's being held by Stryker. He's wearing a neural inhibitor. Ooh. That's it inhibits all. his neurals. Yes. His neurals are all kind of inhibited. So inhibited. Yes. They should have come up with one of these for like Brian Singer's junk. Wow. A junk inhibitor? Yeah, just slap it on there. I think that's a chastity belt, no? No. No. No, it does, it needs Brian the, Singer is so gross that his will would try to go through that chastity belt. Oh, I was imagining like in a Morton Joe kind of like uh, chastity belt, but okay. I was thinking of Robin Hood Men in Tights type chastity belt. <laughs> Very good, yeah. <laughs> and sadly, the key to that chastity belt is people letting Brian Singer direct more movies. Stop letting him direct movies. Yeah, for sure. He's a creep. Stop it. This is where we learn that the, the brain fluid, all this stuff, we see Jason. Jason's going to do a stare down with Professor Xavier, and we learn Jason can kind of get all up in there. He can, He's as, powerful, long as, as long boy. as yeah. uh, Charles is being inhibited with yes. his neurals. Yes. I'm about to get annoyed. Okay. Because now we're going up to Boston, because Logan decided we're going to drive to Boston. We're shipping up to Boston? Oh. That was good. Yeah. This is why you're Garfunkel. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Iceman's parents' house. Yes. They go here, because everyone's in Boston now, apparently. We don't see a damn thing of Boston. This could have been literally anywhere. anywhere. Iceman gives Rogue... Some of his mom's old clothes to wear, because I guess they got shaken out of bed. Why not just give her the, the modern day clothes? Right? Because even she says, groovy. Uh, his his mother's a little more portly of a woman now than Anna Pakun is. So, I mean, yeah, older older clothes. They fit now. Okay. <laughs> That's what you got? It's convenient. Defending it? It's convenient. <laughs> it's something. This is where they are going to do the kiss. Yep. And no one dies. So then they go in even hotter and heavier, and then someone almost dies. Why does Bobby know exactly where his grandmother's gloves are in his house? I don't know. He hasn't been there in a long time. He's just like, these gloves are my grandma's. Were these gloves like a big thing? If I found gloves anywhere in my house, I wouldn't be like questioning like, oh, these are my grandmother's gloves or something like that. It's like, who gives a damn? They're gloves. She needs to wear these shits. Yeah, but they went like all the way up to the elbow. So? If you found gloves like that in your house, you'd have questions. Probably right. Just wear latex gloves or something like that. Well, then she, can't, then she has to stop at the fist. This allows her to go elbow deep. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is where they kiss in the icy breath and the, almost dying. Yep. Then his parents get home. They walk in on Wolverine having a beer. It's an MGD. Do you notice that? It's uh, barely a beer. Yeah, come on, Wolverine. Well, I guess he's trying to be responsible. It also could be. No. Because the mother's a little more of a portly woman that she's trying to As lose she's weight, to so she's down. taking the MGD. That's I'm true. Gonna go, I'm going to go to a Monty Python joke okay. for an MGD. Okay. It's like sex in a canoe. Fucking close to water. Fucking close to water. Very good. Uh, Before that, though, we have Wolverine being a complete fucking sociopath to a cat. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, comedically, comedically noise. Yeah. So he immediately naturally he he shrinked. He shinked. What do you? 
Snicked. Snicked. He snicked. So uh, I'm guessing you guys didn't have subtitles on, which I always do. Would it say snicked? It didn't say snicked. Uh, but if if you have your subtitles on or if you're listening closely, uh, as we're now coming into the scene where uh, Bobby's talking to his parents and he's coming out as get, as a mutant, uh, Wolverine, you can hear the claws coming back out and a cat faintly meowing. Uh, he killed that cat. Jeebus. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Didn't know that. <laughs> that. That's that's what the subtitles would have you believe, at least. He uh, he kills that cat for that, no good reason. The cat licked his claws clean. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. a friendly cat. Very Which, friendly. Uh, I thought adamantium claws were as sharp as it could be, and you wouldn't want to fucking lick the side of that. I but, would assume that that's not a good choice. Uh, theory, cat is also a mutant. Mutant cat. cat. Adamantium tongue. I'm all about that. Has to be. Yeah. Must yeah. be. Better so movie. Only part that survived. Because no. <laughs> this whole Iceman's parents thing sucks. Once he gets discovered by the parents, he says, I got to tell you something, folks, because he didn't tell them that he's a mutant. He just said he's going to some prep school. I guess they didn't check this thing out before they sent him there to Westchester. And now that we actually have something developing of a story, we're going to leave. Leave the scene. Quick. And and we're going to go see Magneto with the guard now. And he's going to pull the iron out of the guard's body, like the blood. He says, oh, I sent something. You have a lot of iron. He went through that metal detector. No problem. The metal detector is like. You're good, dude. I see nothing wrong here. What? The unstoppable metal detector? I know. Yeah. It blew my mind, too. I was wow. like, surely that metal detector is going to be like. I do think it's pretty cool he pulls the iron out. It was fucking awesome. And then he starts Incredible. manipulating it, and he now and he makes it into iron balls. Starts slinging those iron marbles around. Right from whatever. Tony Stark's iron. Groin? Yeah, yep. you beat me to it. Yep. <laughs> you beat me to it, but you didn't execute. <laughs> iron balls. Fair enough. Creates some sort of iron glider and floats on out of that prison. Uh, after he makes some iron bullets and throws them all over the fucking place. Right. Yeah. He's industrious, if nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. I'll agree. Shattered some glass. Shattered some glass. The plastic technology <laughs> is no match to metal balls, None. apparently. None. Yep. None at all. Back at the Dick family house. Yeah. Iceman comes out to his parents as a mutant. They say, have you ever tried just not being a mutant? Like, come on, movie. I get it. It sucks. <sighs> Ian McKellen and Alan Cumming both were all about this scene, though, being, of course, a gay man. Of course. A bisexual man. They were all about this scene. A little on the nose for me. I agree. Yeah. Completely agree. Also, Iceman sucks. Iceman does His mom's enjoying a nice cup of tea. Yeah. And he goes to show off his powers, and he touches the thing, and now it's it's not even an ice tea. It is a ice cube of tea. It's an ice cube of tea. And then this supposedly dead cat comes over and starts licking it. Yes. Plot hole. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Perhaps maybe the cat didn't get killed. Resurrection cat. Watching back with the new power. Maybe that's the power. Yep. Came back with the new power. Mutant cat can come back to life. Well, adamantium tongue, it obviously regenerates. And makes it a lot easier to lick that tea cube. Mm. Of course. Also, Iceman's brother's a dick because he goes and calls the police. What the fuck is his problem? Iceman's the biggest dick. Yeah. What's his problem? He's upset because- He's in a family full of dicks. This is going to happen. Yeah. It I, seemed like Dick's gonna looking dick, in man. the pictures when when people were I don't maybe it was Wolverine somebody was looking at pictures yeah his brother always didn't look happy in all those pictures all the pictures smile no I'm like, in an X Band no. movie I can't I'm a I'm not I'm allowed bad brother. have you not watched this movie at all I'm not allowed to smile it takes a lot of offense to his brother being a mutant yeah he, it's uh, almost like this guy already got everything he got to go to the prep school now he's got powers too he's I'm got a sweater on he's got a sweater that just it looks like he's an artist <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> The X-Plane's going to try to bring Nightcrawler to the school. Uh, It's the Blackbird X-Jet? Yeah, X-Plane. Blackbird, Blackbird X-Jet. X-Jet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wrote X-Jet. X-Plane singing in the dead of night. That's the song goes. X-Plane singing in the dead of night. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thanks, Garfunkel. Oh, no. I'm Art. Wait. Art is Garfunkel. I'm Paul Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Always been Paul Simon. I think this is the part of the movie where 
I started to get taken out of it a lot because of just how quickly these scenes happen where it's, we have a lot of different stories going on, but it's just kind of like, bang, look over here, bang, look over here. Or we have something going here now. All right, now we'll look, go over here, look over here. We need to develop. And it's like, that's a tricky balancing act to play for any movie. Mm, and hard to talk about. Very. <laughs> Cops are going to show up at Iceman's parents' house. Cops going to just shoot Logan in the head after he tells him to drop his knives. He's like, I, I can't. And why does he put his knives up to the cop to show him that he can't drop them? Like, that's he, the worst thing you can he do. He could have just pulled him in. Just, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. 2003, too. I, cops weren't as trigger happy back then as they are now. Could have fooled me. Hmm. Pyro. Ugh. He's going to develop character? I guess. Question mark? It's a little shit. He says, you know all those dangerous mutants you hear about on the news? I'm the worst one. You can see that on a t-shirt, right? Also, I have delusions of grandeur. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Manipulates fire. He starts blowing everything up in this cul-de-sac. Everything. Also, lucky it's a cul-de-sac because the X-Plane lands. Right. So that's The X-Plane. Yeah. Blackbird X-Jet. Yeah, the X-Plane. Blackbird X-Jet. While this is happening, Jason's screwing around Professor Xavier's brain, and he starts to put Professor X is standing of, up. Yeah, he starts putting thoughts of Cerebro right. in his head, saying yeah. like, hey, where are the rest of the mutants? Let's go find them. Yeah, he turns that was himself, Gandalf. He turns that was himself a into Kelly. a little girl. <laughs> of all things he could have been, he picked a little girl. Well- Jason picked a little girl. I feel like that's- Something that Charles is most likely to trust. A little girl with Max Scherzer eyes? Have we seen uh, First first Class? X-Men First Class? I haven't. I have it on Blu-ray. James McAvoy has a thing, as as Professor X, with girls who have two different colored eyes. Uh, I just thought that was a fun little callback that they hmm. do in that movie to That's this one. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Watch it. You'll enjoy it. That's what I hear. I'll get there. We'll get there. First, got to finish this. Yeah. yeah. And what a ride it's been. He said excitedly. Speaking about the rides, the X-Plane is in the air. And the jets from the Air Force are saying, hey, dude, land. You shouldn't be here. And the X-Jet says, nothing. Nah. Then I'll say, dick. No. They're not going to talk to you. And then they say, oh, they're dropping back. The Air Force jets are dropping back. Yeah, because yeah, they're going to blast you out of the sky. They say you have 20 seconds. It's been 20 seconds and you didn't do anything. Yeah, of course they're dropping back. 10 seconds. Which, like, be a little bit more reasonable, Air Force. You know. I said 20. Debatable. I mean, it's on film. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to go back and watch the scene? No. All oh, right. Sure, no. I will. I don't know that you'll you'll tell the truth, though. We'll record it for you. Uh, 10 seconds, 20 seconds, not a lot of time to react. No, That's but they true. fire off these missiles. They fire them off. And then Storm has to kind of, or is it Jean Grey driving the, the jet? Storm's driving. Okay. Storm's They're driving. trying to nega- uh, navigate. Boston? The skies of Boston. <laughs> and they, she starts creating all these tornadoes. A hundred tornadoes. That was her move. Yeah. I'm just going to make a shitload of tornadoes for these jets to have to fly through. One of them gets through after, well, one of them blows up. Yeah. So that killed the dude. Yep. But then <laughs> murder. the other one is navigating through, fires off the missile, and they don't even sense the missile until it's just about there. Right. Well, the first one gets And taken then the person up. who shot it then ejected into the storm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Storm kills a lot of people that day. Because you can only imagine what's happening on the surface. On the surface? Yeah. I could yeah. not get over this dumbass ejecting into a tornado. Yeah. What not a smart do? move. What would I do? Yeah. Was the jet going down? Yeah. Probably would have gotten it clear of the tornadoes before I ejected. <laughs> Glided a little bit. Well, the storms conveniently go away pretty quickly right after yes. uh, Jean Grey kills one missile. Yeah. And then barely cannot gets- kill the, Cannot kill the other. Barely gets the it. Yeah. 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 So that plane's going down. The X-Jet's going down, and it's going to not crash because Magneto's going to catch it. Well, with, before that, yeah. Rogue's going to go flying out the back end. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. And your Nightcrawler moment. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. 
He poofs, grabs her, poofs with he her. He does poof because Rogue goes flying out. Back. She goes flying through the air, and then he uh, Nightcrawler does the poof, and he grabs her, poofs back in. Didn't How does it, he do it? Didn't know it worked that way. Yeah. Nope, it doesn't work that way because he openly says it doesn't work that way. He needs to see where he's teleporting to because he oh. might end up in a wall. Well, I think he can see the the back of the ship. It's I mean it's blown open. My I didn't so know he that. So he can just generally see that sky. I bet if I just poof myself, I'll grab a lady who's falling. Well, no, falling. he knows he's not going to go into a wall because it's they're in the sky. Right. I, it's not about the wall. It's about seeing where you actually poof to. Well, he says he doesn't do, he can't go where he doesn't see because he's worried about walls, but up here, there are no walls. Yeah, he's so good. it shouldn't he be a line of sight. Is. But I didn't know. He's not seeing her. The jet is flying and she is below this jet because she is falling to her death to the earth. Nope, he saw her. I didn't know that you could grab people and make them poof with you, though. That was news to me. You could poof. Yep. A lot of poofs. You can poof anybody you want to poof. Apparently. As long as you're holding on tight when you poof. So they poof back in, uh, and Magneto is conveniently right where they're going to crash. Yes. Catches the plane and kind of just- Just rewind for a quick second. Do we have to? We don't have to, but since we're talking so much about how great Nightcrawler is, I just want to just rewind to one scene. Okay. When Storm and Jean are on their way to Bobby's parents' house, Storm is like really mad. And Nightcrawler says, someone so beautiful should not be so angry. He does say that. Thanks, Brian Mansplain Singer. <laughs> Nightcrawler is the best, according to Steven. Yeah. Night fucking crawler, just, I believe we called him. Just we did. over there, just, you're too pretty to be mad. He's Russian? Yep. Yes. That's yes. Colossus, He wants sir. his board. <laughs> Don't mention Colossus in this room, because then we can't swear. Fair. Don't. Yeah, you're right. He does not take kindly to that. He does not. Not a fan. Also, this Colossus, not Russian. No, not no. at all. Nope. Nope. Really not that muscular. I mean, Straight super out of muscular. Like muscular. Blues, maybe. Something like that. For the common guy, but for Colossus, puny. Very. Yeah. He's a growing Colossus. Okay. I don't know. Let's go camping with Uncle Mags. <laughs> they sit around the campfire talking about everything that we've seen so far in this movie yep. and just, I don't know, creating a s'more of, of exposition for us. Kumbaya. There's a big bad man named Stryker that yep. he tells him about. Uh, we missed Cerebro. a good scene. We Did rewind. we? Yeah, yeah. Where? Nightcrawler hanging from the tree is pretty funny. That's, That's coming. Scene. That's coming up. We, we say it's a- We so, cut back and then cut to that again? Yeah, because Nightcrawler oh, okay. says, oh, do you want me to go spy on them? Yeah. We do not do German accents well in this. No. That was dead on. No. Okay. <laughs> First try. Okay. First try. Uncle Mag is going to tell Wolverine that Stryker is the only person who can also ha- handle adamantium. So that's a thing. Mm-hmm. They don't know where the new Cerebro is. You know, I had trouble with that scene. He yeah, said, we all did. Well, before that. So <laughs> yeah, Magneto yeah. says that Stryker's the only other man he knows that could handle uh, Adamantium. Oh, but it's not true. Well, no, he says yeah. that it has his signature on it. Yeah. Which, again, going to harken back to Watchmen. What the fuck are these signatures that just get left on things that you know who first kind of fiddled around I with it? I think they actually, like, sign it. They're like, oh, this is <laughs> so William Stryker Jr., Makes sense, and I didn't know he he's was a junior. junior. He is junior. Didn't know. I found that out. Can't wait for the prequels to see his father oh, in action. Boy. Be Bill, Bill Stryker? Yes. <laughs> Nightcrawler's going to be hanging from a tree, as Stephen said, because he's trying to spy and listen in. Super funny. They're going to try to... Yep, hysterical. <laughs> yep, they're going to try... Jean Grey's going to read Nightcrawler's brain to see what's going on here, because she figures, hey, let's put zero and zero together and try to get two, because I don't know why she decided we're going to read your brain. That's math. Yeah, but that's what it is. It's just a, a a leap here. And she sees that, oh, they're at Alkali Lake. Wolverine well, says. Well, yeah. no, what happened was Magneto knew that Nightcrawler was also one of the patients of Stryker. Patients. So he just assumed he that he neck was hole. at this base. He's, neck hole. He's got he a neck, a neck hole. hole we should see because he wasn't being held in the same place that Magneto but was. But Magneto didn't see the neck hole. 
Somebody. Jean Grey and Storm saw the neck hole. Somebody. Yeah. Okay. So then it was one of them. I All right. Know. So it's one plus zero equals two. Fine. Trying so Still. hard to yeah. pay attention, but hard. You don't need hard. to because the movie's about to break itself. Neat. Because Wolverine says, I went to Alkali Lake. There's nothing there. To which Jean says, it's underground. Yeah, no fucking shit. Why wouldn't he check underground? <laughs> I went up there and I looked. There was nothing there. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, man. This is the part that broke me. Wolverine's useless. How's Completely he supposed to know Because he has. Why would he, he smell check it? underground? Why didn't he just smell it underground? He does that thing where he goes, okay, they're nine miles away. Let's go that way. Let's go to Boston. I could sniff them up there. Permafrost. No. <laughs> no. Don't no. Don't try to act like that was some brilliant thing. It's Alberta. It's cold. Oh, <laughs> so you can't smell in the cold? No. No, there's ice between All right, he should have smelled it, guys. I don't know. He should have done anything. <laughs> he should have not just gone, nope, oh, nothing here. here. La la la. We're gonna take Cyclops' motorcycle and drive back to Westchester now. This is a waste of time. It's a long trip. It's a long drive on a motorcycle. Yeah. Especially with permafrost. Slippery. Speaking of frosty and relationships. Oh, boy. Gina Wolverine will have a moment. There is no tension here at no. all, no. sexual or emotional. It is nothing. Girls flirt with the dangerous guy, but they marry the nice guy. Hey. The good guy. Dick move. It's a really bitchy thing to say to someone who right? really cares about you. Yeah. Does he really care well, about her? Well, I mean. He doesn't care about anyone. It's inferred that he cares about her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she can read his mind. She knows. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Nightcrawler and Mystique have a moment like, Hey, why you ain't hide your blue ass? This is the whole movie right here. Hey, this line right to. here. You could have stopped the movie and be like, got it. All right. All right. Go on. Say the line. Oh, it's uh, yeah. why you ain't hide your blue ass. He's not Gambit. <laughs> hey, we shouldn't need to do that, son. Nope. That's. I think that's how it went. <laughs> Pretty sure. Nightcrawler says Mystique, you could be anyone. Why can't you just be normal? Why can't you just look normal like a human being? Why are you always blue? And she says, I shouldn't have to. It's a great line. Whew. It's a very good line. Yeah, it is a good line. Why you ain't hide your blue ass? You're, <laughs> you're right. I need someone to explain what happens next to me. Oh, Gene and Logan going do it. They're gonna do it, but it's not Gene. It's not Gene. It's Mystique. Yeah, but does Mystique want to get on that? Apparently, news to me. It's either head games or she's actually trying to get on that. But she says because all right, so they're doing the whole makeout thing, and it's getting hot and heavy, and then. Logan feels the three scars, and mm-hmm. he realizes, like, man, I did that, because mm-hmm. I got these three, and you got those three, and then it turns into a blue woman, a wet blue woman. Yeah. yeah. And she a said, and he says, woman. what do you want? And he, she says, you know what I want. No, I don't. Yeah, clearly, I We just, have no idea. I just asked. I would really like to know what you want. <laughs> she said something like, you're the only one who can leave this mark on me, or you're the only one to have left this kind of mark on me. Yeah, which, I mean, she doesn't heal, so that's kind of odd, but right? It's and, an yeah. emotional mark, right? I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But at the same time, Wolverine just hit the jackpot. She could be anybody. Anybody. How amazing is that? He's a single dude. Pause. I'm going to go back in time. I'm going to dress <laughs> up in that guard uniform again. <laughs> Wolverine's just going to have a scrapbook of just, I need you to look at all these women, bub. <laughs> One a night. <laughs> oh, boy. Get to learn them. You're not wrong. No, Brian Singer, I'm surprised he didn't actually go that way. With no, they him. were all too old for him. You're right, and they were all ladies. I've always thought it was implied that Mystique and Magneto <laughs> had a big, of, a bit of a thing. Uh, so that was an odd scene, but... I don't think it's implied. I don't think there's anything there. I think it's kind of like a daddy-daughter thing. Go mm. see First Class. Okay, that's fair. Can't argue that. So while we don't know what's happening with Mystique and Wolverine getting all horny and whatever, seems though they're going to fly back. 
The X-plane is all fixed all of a sudden. They all up on that jet now. Yeah. Magneto's seeming to be luring Pyro to the Magneto side. Yeah, Magnets and Mystiques are kind of taunting Rogue. Yeah. They're like, oh, we like your hair. <laughs> <laughs> they're just mean girling her. Yeah, for, pretty much. For whatever reason. And they're trying to scoop up a Pyro. And she takes her glove off. And she's just going to run open hand and just, <laughs> just slap him. <laughs> High five. Good joke. <laughs> you guys are funny. High five. Also, you're dead. I don't think it works that quickly. I think you'd have a lot of time to do something You really have that. to hold them for a while. <laughs> think so? It's not just a quick touch? It's definitely not a quick no, touch. We know that. A, no, no you're right. Otherwise, Iceman would be Ice Cubes. Nope. That's what you got? <laughs> That's what you got for that one? <laughs> Sorry. You want to try puddles or something like that? He he wouldn't melt. Yeah, sure he would. Let's get to the Striker prison. Let's get to the Striker Let's get this movie over with. He wouldn't even have powers after she touched him first. At the Striker prison. Wolverine's going to volunteer to go in. Yeah. Because... I don't know, he's going to smell and slice and whatever Wolverine does. Magneto says, I don't trust you. Not taking chances on you. Yep. He's going to send Mystique in there as yeah. Wolverine. All right. Checks out until it doesn't because Stryker goes, I know my own work. Ugh. That's not it. Yeah, that doesn't, Ridiculous. that doesn't make sense It's got all. a signature all over it, right? Ridiculous. Yeah, but there he can't is. see the signature. It's inside no. the bones. Exactly. And she can she can do the snickety snick too. Yeah. Uh, you so, know what it was? It's because she smiled. That'll do Wolverine it. Wolverine Because she smile. showed emotion. Yeah. In any form. Hugh Jackman doesn't do that. No. Never. Not until Logan. I want to talk about this scene uh, before they, they send him in. And it's probably my biggest issue with this movie. We got good mutants. We got bad mutants. They're working together. I get that they're united. Oh. There is no tension between the good guys and the bad guys here at all. But it seems like. No, like they made fun of Rogue's hair. You're right. But there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing. What, it doesn't. Like. No. If, if someone just came into this movie, they would recognize, like, seems like Magneto's a pretty bad dude, but he's not because he seems also friendly with these folks. Like, there's a history there, but it's not a bad history. And it just seems like there is no tension between the good mutants and bad mutants. Yeah, you forget that Magneto almost ripped uh, the, the skeleton out of Wolverine just a movie ago. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Mm. Exactly. But good it point. just seems like there's no stakes because of that. There's no tension because of that. They're fighting Stryker. I understand that. That's their goal. Just some human... Yeah. But we didn't establish it. But at the same time, is you literally just fought each other, and mm. the war is about not so much the government versus the mutants, but at the same time, it should be, again, with the government versus the mutants who are trying to work their way into society, and the mutants who are also trying to rebel against society. Yeah, that's how you end up with Trump. The mutant side? That's the <laughs> mutant side. With the division. A division. Yeah. <laughs> Well, a division amongst the ranks of the non-strikers. I completely agree with you there. You need to unite there. to take down the striker. But it feels like- Otherwise, you get four more years of striker. But it <laughs> it feels like the social commentary that X-Men is mostly known for. That's right. really what they, they lean on. There's no anything on the mutant side. It's all mutant versus government in this thing. And it- It feels very incredible. It feels, it feels very incredible. Thank you. But it, it feels- ah, There has to be something between these other mutants. It's a lot of staging for X3, which fine, but doesn't count. It is, but we're not there yet. Right. We have a bigger, it count we have a, movie in we have a bigger threat going on right yeah. now. No, you're right. That's just, that's bad world building. That's bad storytelling. That's Damn, bad slipping. knowing we have a trilogy arc going mm. on here and Inside saying that <laughs> we're going to take a break from our arc that we've been developing because we're going to make s'mores together and sit over the campfire and talk because that literally happens. I don't remember the s'mores. I don't remember s'mores either. I, I was, just imagined that they were there. I do remember thinking like, the most convenient guy to have for a campfire, though, would be Pyro. Oh, without that. Yeah, oh, you save sure. at least 45 minutes of trying to burn brush. Uh, at the same time, he has a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even need to he manipulate the it. fire. He could just 
hold it there like a normal person. But it would take a lot longer. But, hi. <laughs> Both seconds longer. <laughs> Strikers folks are going to arrest this Wolverine. It's going to turn into Mystique. Yep. Fine. Slips right out of Slips right out. Because, yeah, she's going to beat the hell out of everyone. She's going to go into this main area that, I guess, runs the facility. Yep. And start doing computer things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again. She uses the computer thing to open the main door, and it's storming out. Oh, storm's going to storm, man. Oh. She's doing things that hey, are possibly you know helping the movie The along? last movie, I don't know. she did nothing, so. She created fog when they were trying to sneak in covertly. All right. That's right. And she alerted even, Magneto. Cover. They're coming. Oh, see that <laughs> fog rolling in? They got a they got a weather. The check. original screenplay used Storm a lot less. Um, this is hot off the heels of not the Matrix, oh. but Monster. Where, I was going to uh, say uh, Keanu Reeves isn't in this. <laughs> where Halle Berry was just uh, nominated for an Oscar, or I think Didn't did win, win one. But okay, but she was nominated. Monsters Ball. Uh, Monsters Ball. Yeah, thank you. Monsters. Thank you. Charlie Theron, who did win the Oscar. Monsters yes, Ball. That's true. She won for Monsters Ball. Okay, so she did win. So so it's coming off of that, and uh, Brian Singer recognized you know this new fame that she might have, and recognized uh, real. Tried to write some more scenes in. Also lose the accent. Yeah. Accent's gone. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Get rid of that. Jason's going to keep screwing around with Professor X. Yeah, a little strike is making him hallucinate something fierce. Yep, he's uh, forcing him to use brain cerebro. But at the same time, it's real cerebro that they rebuilt. It's cerebro too. Yeah, he incepted with cerebro. Cerebro united. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't an admission of not liking the movie, but I don't buy this at all, any of this. I don't either. In universe and in the first movie, would have you believe that Professor X is almost bulletproof mind. He's one of the strongest mutants. When it comes to telepathy, he is the the man. Yeah. And uh, this just little helmet is all it takes to kind of shut that right down. And I'm just not buying it. Neural inhibitor. Nope. His neurals are inhibited. Nope. <laughs> While all this is happening. Cyclops is going to appear again because we forgot about him. He was yeah. captured apparently earlier on. Who gives a damn? And he's going to fight Jean Grey. He's one of Striker's and- friends now too. He's his neckle. He's his neckle. He's got a neckle. And they're going to fight, and then the fight's not going to go well on either side because Jean Grey's got the telepathy power, whatever. Mm-hmm. Cyclops' eye things don't work, and then it blows up a dam. How mm. damn cracks inconvenient is it that he has to reach up and touch it every time he wants to fire a laser? And lunge forward. And like, Why lunge not forward. have like a button on your hand? His eyes. Can't just look. Why not have like a remote <laughs> trigger on your hand that you can use? Like, Why, why reach up? That's so inconvenient. It feels like for the amount of technology that they have, they could kind of just come up with like a neural thing that says fire, fire, right. fire. It's going to be like the old Nintendo Super Scope that came down where you had to yell fire every single time. I'm too uh, young for that reference. You might be. Yeah. You might be. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about PlayStation <laughs> 3 too, another though. time. So. <laughs> I'm also too young for that reference. Yeah. Cyclops snaps out of whatever he's under really quickly. Yeah. Conveniently quickly. Yeah. It is convenient. Uh, I'd like to think Jean Grey has something to do with that, but that's just to soothe my own frustrations. <laughs> do you have any frustrations with Wolverine versus Lady Deathstrike? I have a lot of frustrations with that. Go Striker on. side chick. Yeah, of course. They both got the, the Freddy claws. Kruger. They got they got the claws. She yeah. got the Freddy Krueger. Claws all around. Ten of them. Yeah. All they're, they're all doing needly. is well, both of these folks cannot kill each other by doing the stabby stabs, right? Because they will just heal. Question: How was she cracking her knuckles earlier? In the movie, if she's got these long adamantium claws that would presumably go straight through her finger. But at the same time, how is Wolverine bending his wrist at any point in the world? Yeah. Well, because it doesn't are, matter. They're separate bones. Maybe these are separate things too. They didn't look like it. It looked like they were long and straight, and she shouldn't be able to move her fingers. That's all I'm saying. Oh, no, we got that. I don't know. They're going to go stabby stab, and nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to get resolved until she gets pumped full of liquid adamantium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he... drowns. 
he sticks it right in her and just lets the whole load in. Molten. Yeah, he does. Speaking of Alan Cumming. <laughs> See what you did there. Storm and Nightcrawler find the chillins in the in the singer prison. Yes, they do. Yep. <laughs> I like this new gambit persona you're taking on. <laughs> On the X-Plane, because that's still happening also, Pyro, Iceman, and Rogue are out there. Pyro says, hey, I'm not a kid. I don't want to be here. It's the Blackbird X-Chat. Thank you. The X-Plane. They doesn't want to be there. Pyro's just going to go. Yeah, Pyro's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm out of there. Yep. I don't need none of this. And then Professor Xavier is going to use Cerebro to kill all mutants, because he found them, because little little girly Jason, yep. Striker Jr., man, mm-hmm. says, hey, go find the mutants. Little Striker. This is all hooked up here. This is all confusing. It, there's a movie happening, though. And he's going to say, I'm going to kill all the mutants. And all the mutants are going, holding their head, because... It's it's that famous Professor X ringing in your ears. Naturally. Oh, I can't. But Magnets has the helmet. Yeah, so it doesn't affect him at all. So he's just like, oh, I'm going to start fucking with Cerebro from the outside. Yeah, and he does. And he somehow shuts it down. He reverses it. He reconfigures it. He doesn't do that until he goes in. From the outside, he somehow stops it. Well, you know. He does? Yeah, because everybody stops. And then he goes in. Huh. Yeah, because he goes in and then he more or less flips the switch and says, oh, Mystique comes in as Striker and yeah. says, whispers in his ear, says, we don't hear. And it. you're like, oh, no, whatever could she be telling him Who to knows? do? I bet it's not kill all humans. All right. When he's turns out it's kill all humans. Yeah, she's Bender. <laughs> yes. Kiss my shiny blue ass. The scene where he's like yes. moving all the panels around looks really cool. Seems totally unnecessary. Don't know why he's doing it. Seems uh, totally unnecessary. I imagine that Cerebro has yeah. the exact same functionality no matter where the panels are. Well, they clearly do because he was killing mutants with it. Right. That's not mutant killing configuration. What? I don't think. No, he, he reconfigures it and then that's how they kill humans now. Yes, right? but why does it matter I don't think how he reconfigures these yeah. panels Right, especially if Jason is the one giving exactly. the orders. I agree. So then he, he flips the Jason switch more or less as kill all humans. Right. To which. He doesn't question that Charles at all. Says, He's just like, daddy wants me to kill humans now. You got it. Also German. Apparently. So he's going to start doing that, and all the humans are not going to be doing now well anymore. German. Stryker had actually run out. Wolverine's going to find him outside, and he's going to strap him to the wheel of a plane or helicopter or whatever. It's a helicopter. All right. <laughs> and he says, if you let me go and we get out of here, I'll tell you everything. He says, I got to go save my friend, Bub. Yeah, Bub. Second use of Bub in the movie right there. I think it's the third. I think okay. it's the 90th. Definitely not the 90th. It's no. They're very lean on Bub Give or take a few. Okay. <laughs> you were an animal then, you're an animal now. I just give you claws. Yeah. Ooh. James Howlett was a bit of an animal, though. Looking confused? That's Logan's real name. No, I know. James yeah. Howlett? Oh. Yeah, James Howlett. Everybody, Howlett. everybody know knows that. his yep. real name. I didn't know Except that. Dave. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you got it. Yeah. His claws were bones. Now they're adamantium. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so the line, I just give you claws, doesn't really... No. Yeah, he had claws already. He had them. Yep. They were bones. He had bony claws. Bony claws. The damn dam is going. Yes. Because during Gene and Cyclops' little spat... Yeah, and Storm she is going to damage. Storm's going to get into the Cerebro, and she's going to say, "Ooh, I'm going to make it cold in here. Turn on that air conditioning." And Jason's going to get all cold, and he's going to break his, his mental yeah grass. And Charles says, "Ah, Jason, Jason. Why is Storm <laughs> the only one not uh, affected by her cold? I don't know. That's a good. I don't know. How Storm know. works. Okay. Weather power. Nightcrawler. I don't think anyone Nightcrawler does. gets very cold. Nightcrawler is cold as fuck. Yeah, yeah he's he's so cold he's blue. Ha <laughs> ha. I don't want to laugh at that, but... I will. That was terrific. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Little Strike, he's going to start panicking. Yeah. Oh, Dad's going to be so mad. He's going to be so mad. We have yeah. motivation. I guess. A little bit, but it's there. What happens to Jason? He He's left to die in there. Nightcrawler poofs out yeah. Storm, 
poofs out Dr. X, yeah. leaves Jason in there. Okay. Fuck off. Yep. Yeah. And that's how the Jason movies got started. <laughs> there you go. This was happened yeah. on a Friday the 13th. It's uh, Camp he was Crystal Lake confused. in Alberta. Yeah. <laughs> Camp Alkali Lake. Yeah. <laughs> His father they <laughs> turned against it. him. They did. They had Rebranding. To. Yeah. Dead After kids. the dam breaks, they're like, Crystal Lake? Yeah, sure. Let's go Crystal Lake. Good enough. Lake. Good enough. Uh, and they're they're all going to escape, and there's stuff that happens in between that doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't. Good. Everyone's going to escape, but they got the they got the chilling. They got the chilling. They're going to get out of there. Fine. They go to the helicopter, and it's gone because Magneto took it with Mystique and yeah. Pyro. And Pyro went with them. He's now a baddie. Lucky for them, Rogue and Iceman were still on the X plane. Yeah. And the, the Blackbird X jet. Yeah, the X plane. Why wouldn't Bobby freeze the water at this point? Wow. That's a wonderful question. That's. An amazing question. Well, this movie's broken as of now. You could buy a lot of time <laughs> for goes. yourself if you could. Fr- I mean, and maybe it's too well, much. Well, no, he can't do that because Jean needs to, you know, die. True, she does need to become the Phoenix Force. Right. Okay. The plane breaks. What? Conveniently. Yeah. They all get on the plane. Well, and said, oh, we lost power. It's... Also, the dam's breaking. Also, we got to get out of here. Also, it seems like yes, all and this... they're yes ending. It's a lot of Chicago improv. Here. <laughs> But all the danger in this thing is manufactured. It's not caused by anyone. <laughs> no, it's uh, Rogue crash lands the plane, kind of. And that's a problem, I guess. But yeah, only I guess. the vertical thrusters. Everything else works if works they can get just up in the Yeah, they could yeah. just, they need to get up. If only there was some sort of telepathic way that we could right. elevate the plane. Right. Well, of course. But Jean Grey says, that water's coming. She gets out of the, the plane and she's going to go hold the water back, but also lift up the plane. Is she? Did she turn the plane on? She she lifts it. Yeah, I don't know. I understand it, but they got the power. But then it seems like she's fully controlling the power of this plane, also, because they say we can't take it over. Sure. Did she turn the plane on? Why couldn't she just do that while sitting within the plane? I think the she... plane was on. They just didn't have vertical thrust. No, it was off. They lost power completely. Yeah. Why did she have to be in the plane to make it work? I don't know. But then she's all up there. And she had to she's stop the well, she's all down there, and she's she's stopping the water, and it, it looks okay. It looks all right. It's a cool looking shot, I suppose. Yeah. She goes out to face the water and. All right, hold on. In yeah. this scene, she's controlling the water, the jet, stopping Nightcrawler from teleporting out to her, and speaking through Charles Xavier. Yeah, and she had an issue with once. one missile earlier. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. Do it. In the comics. Here we go. <laughs> Dr. X puts a mental block on Jean Grey when she's young because she's far too powerful. Right. She's one of the highest ranking Omega level mutants. So her talking through him kind of was my like... Oh, okay, I see what they're doing. They're like, he, he, she's free now of that. And that's why the eyes are kind of flickering red. It's kind of alluding to Dark Phoenix is coming because she's now that powerful. But does that suggest that Charles Xavier has a block on her at all times? That he has to focus that energy on her at all times in order to keep this block away there? Because he was under Jason's spell this entire time. Right. So he is clearly not putting a block sure. on Jean Grey. I don't know. I don't know, okay. but that's that's how I was able to sleep at night after that movie. Just like, okay, <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Add some extra information that I happen to know about the character, and uh, I'll, I'll, you know, yeah, make this convenient for myself. X plane gonna lift off. It's going yep. Water gonna swallow Jean Grey. Yep. Scott and Wolvie are gonna hug it out because yep. James Marsden is gonna try to act. Yes. Right here. Yes. Uh, he's he's gonna try to be sad. Meanwhile, Hugh Jackman is gonna act. I believe that he was upset. I don't. But James Marsden. I don't. Like, no one. Yeah. No one has any reaction at all in this movie. No, because most of this movie is people just staring off into space and them cutting around it in order to make them seem like they're concerned about something. If they left out all the blank stares in this movie, this is a half hour movie. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> and Nightcrawler's still super religious. He's praying. I'm still not about it. And I get that. That's fine. Uh, the president's going to start giving a speech. We need to go to Washington. Yes. The president starts giving a speech in the Oval Office. Then is Storm going to storm? 
again. Sorry, just for some reason, they need to do this. I don't know. I don't understand don't why. It makes it more intimidating. All right. It if makes you it more gonna... intimidating. I understand that. But if you were going to deliver yeah. a speech and you had the opportunity to have it punctuated by thunder strikes, tell me you wouldn't do that. Pretty great, but they make everything all dark. Thunder strikes are happening. Charles Xavier rolls on in with the rest of the X-Men that are there and says, this is what you're going to do. This is, no, not even that. He hands <laughs> him the file on Stryker saying like, they're the bad guys here. This right. one, need you to see that. Uh, the president says, I don't take kindly to threats. He says, this isn't a threat. It's an opportunity. We want to work with you. We want to be part of this. Like, we're not going anywhere. You need to realize that. And it seemed like the president's on board with it because even Charles says like, everything you're saying in the speech is right. It's not crazy, all this stuff. Hmm. But then he says- like that they're, they're gonna I don't I don't know. I don't know how the scene ends. But after it, after they're not threatening all that stuff, Logan says, We'll be watching you. Yeah. <laughs> like that kind's kinda said, undercuts the kinda whole scene. Yeah. This isn't a threat, but fucking do also it. storm is still happening while this is happening. Seems very threatening. She's punctuating the speech with thunder. But the th- the speech isn't happening here. It's Charles's speech. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Charles's speech is being punctuated by thunder. It really drives the point home. You're oddly defensive of a scene that you don't like. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> I just think it's badass to have thunder speeches. All right. Thor needs to have more thunder speeches. Yes. Good news. We're going back to the school. Oh, good. It's been so long. It's been a long time. Who got rid of all those bodies that Wolverine left around? The the janitor mutant. Oh, okay. Yeah. His arm's actually just a sweeper. After Mystique. That's uh, his power. Yep, that's his whole... He's didn't hit the genetic lottery, as Brian would say. <laughs> First of all, I said he didn't hit the genetic lottery. <laughs> they talk more about Gene being gone. Who gives a damn? Uh, kind of a dick scene here. Is it? Yeah, so Wolverine, you know, they step out. Uh, Dr. X says, you know, she made a choice, whatever. Dr. Whatever. X? Oh, Professor... You got a different, you got a different <laughs> diploma on that wall. <laughs> Professor X says uh, she made a choice, whatever, whatever. Uh, Cyclops and Wolverine step out and... Wolverine confronts him and says, she did make a choice. She picked you. What a way to undercut someone's entire relationship with someone <laughs> right? else. Also, she picked him before yeah. you ever even showed up, dude. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They act like- She did make a choice. Yeah. yeah, bro. Way before you were here. What are you- Not wrong. Yeah. Not wrong. And then we get a, you know, words, voiceover from yeah. Jean Grey while we fly over legs. Mutation is the key to our evolution. It is how we have evolved from a single-celled organism into a dominant species on the planet. The genetic lottery. Yep. This process is slow, normally taking thousands and thousands of years, but every few hundred millennia, evolution leaps forward. And then you get to see- There's the, a phoenix. The phoenix under underwater. the water. Guys, there's a phoenix under the water. Or is it the shadow of phoenix above the water? There's for what phoenix it's worth- Under For what water. it's worth, when I saw this in theaters- Everyone lost their fucking mind. Oh, yeah, yeah they that. did. <laughs> of course. Badass. Also, yeah, that's so X2 we... X-Men United. That's it. We did it. Brian, what do you how do you feel about this movie? It's it's fine. Is it? It's not terrible. Yeah. But it's there are better movies. Steven, obviously. I love this movie yeah. still. Yeah, I figured yeah. you would still. I remain unbroken. Uh it's a good movie. That eleven year old glimmer has not kind of worn off. It's, it's, that it stood up to the set, the test of time. Yep. Bye bye bye. Eleven year old glimmer, by the way, is actually gonna be the name of Brian Singer's uh, autobiography. <laughs> he's working on that now in prison, I heard. No? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's I, wonderful. He's not in prison. No, no he should be. Should he's be. a he terrible be. person. A plastic one. Yes. <laughs> it's gonna be like his OJ Simpsons if I did it. Yeah. Totally did it. Eleven year old glimmer. Totally did it. Yeah, no, it's a good movie. Thank you. I like it. I don't love it. I like it. I think the first half is a nightmare. To get mm-hmm. through, it's... I feel uh, the same the, way about this as yeah. I do all of the, the early X-Men movies, I think. That's fair. 
it feels like they're trying to build a world, but they don't know what world they want to build. Mm. That's fair. They were ahead of their time. I know that Brian Singer had <laughs> an issue. Yeah. I know Brian Singer had an issue with too many mutants, and he wanted to focus on just a few. And and so he decided to bring them all into one team. Right, and he doesn't do a great job developing any of them. And I feel like my ideal movie would be something like a first class, where you had a bunch of powers, and you kind of got to explore those a little bit. You um, don't get to explore powers, though. The thing is about the, my issue with X Men and mutants in general is I think they're boring. Ouch. Is you well, it's not an it shouldn't be an ouch because yeah, you have superheroes that have their specific powers, unless you're you know. I should say ever a Superman who has every power imaginable under the right. sun. But when you have a specific power and you can do something like that, you have to kind of build a character around it. You can't just say like, all right, this one here, he has a toad tongue. He licks things. Like you got to do something in the background also to make us care about that character. You okay. can't just say, this is their power. This is why I care. That's why the whole Wolverine thing just pisses me off to no end because it's one of those like, who am I? Who cares? Like give us something to care about. Have something more to your character besides... I don't remember any of my past. Also, snickety snickety. That's it. That's Wolverine. Damn it, he's doing it. He's trying. He's trying. I think the best characters in these movies, no, best character is Magneto. One billion percent. Because he has a backstory, which we get introduced to instantly mm-hmm. in X-Men, mm-hmm. where he's a Holocaust survivor. Yeah. yeah, That's amazing. And now he's here. And he's one of those people where we've said he is a phenomenal villain, even though here, he's not the villain. Right. Sort of is. He's, But he's not. Where he's not wrong. In any of his motivations, I don't think he's the villain this one. At all. He's this one. He's extremely wrong because he's trying to kill all humans. But yeah. he's not wrong in trying to push the mutant thing forward, put it into society. All right, fair. I don't know. X Men doesn't do it for me when it comes down to it for superheroes. Still my favorite franchise. That's all right. Yeah, that's that's more than all right. Yep. Thank you. Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> one to one hundred. Brian, go first. Seventy-five. Steven. Sixty-seven. Eighty-five. Mm. Nice. It is through the roof. Mm. On the list of top 69 superhero movies, it's probably the last week at 69. Yeah, probably. Where do you think it falls? 14. I was going to say 15. Mm. 35. Okay. Oh, that's right. It seems I kind of broke the scale a little bit here because it's surrounded by Iron Man 3 and Captain Underpants, the first epic movie. Oh, 85 is kind of low for a superhero movie for some reason on this list. I don't know. It's a... Not so divisive movie. It's a, one of those movies that a lot of people just accepted for what it was. Yeah. Also, I would like to say John Ottman yeah. is the John Favreau of composers. Every single that. scene that was like, oh, there's music here. It was always like, oh, yeah, we get it. It's an emotional scene, John Ottman. Uh, See, now I want to say I was in the forced. last 20 minutes or so of the movie where I realized I haven't noticed any music whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's twice that I noticed it, and I was like, oh, he's really trying here. Totally lost that on me. Hmm. Let me give you a few of these reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. There's a there's a tone that's getting thrown around here, and it's weird for an 85% movie. Okay. The Associated Press. Performances are solid throughout, with the actors managing to straight-face their way through some truly inane dialogue. Okay. Just okay? No? Nothing else? You didn't even chimed in. Nothing. Keep going. From the AV Club. Fortunately, bigger usually equals better here, and when it doesn't, it equals just as good. I'm not sure I what, that, what means. that means. 85%, folks. <laughs> I don't know. I'll give you a negative, at least. The Times UK. X-Men 2. Not even X2. It's disrespect right away. Remains a decent enough sci-fi effort, which delivers on most of the levels fans could expect. Too bad it's hampered by a plot. <laughs> Is it? That <laughs> wouldn't get greenlit for an average episode of Buffy. Wow. Wow. That's harsh. Yeah. I like it. It's pretty good, right? <laughs> wow. The London Evening Standard, while we're 
staying across the pond. Ooh. The truth is, the film is never again as good as its brilliant opening sequence. He was just walking through Canada, right? Was that the opening? Uh, I, th- I think they mean the Nightcrawler. The Nightcrawler stuff? Ass- I could buy that attempt. then. You also have all mm. the portraits of presidents who have been assassinated kind of lining the walls as Nightcrawler. You got the JFK way. thing, too. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's, it's all right. It's kind of cool. That's all right. Know? His assistant's name is Jackie. It is Jackie. Oh, snapsis. <laughs> the Favreau salute. I need to find one more positive. Variety. Bigger and more ambitious in every respect, from its action and visceral qualities to its themes. Okay. I'll leave you on a positive for that one. I don't know what that means. You know, they're just words thrown together <laughs> to form a sentence using larger words at some points. Mm. Themes. A boy, Roger Ebert, did see this one. Of course he did. He's been real hit and miss lately. Yes. Gave it three stars. He loved it. Hmm. But it seems like everyone else did too. So I I don't know. It's Maybe it's just very strange. That hasn't aged. It's as, very possible. As well as others. He says, X2, X-Men United, is the kind of movie you enjoy for its moments, even though they never add up. Made for, and possibly by, those with short attention spans. 11-year-olds. It lives <laughs> in the present, providing one amazing spectacle after another, and not even trying to develop a story arc. Having trained on the original X-Men, I tried to experience the film entirely in the present. And the fact is, I had a good time. Dumb, but good. I think I completely agree with that review. Roger Ebert crushing it. I think he's spot on this time. I don't always agree with him, but this time, yes. No, you nailed it. You completely nailed it. off with him, yeah. He was just going there for a popcorn flick, it sounded like, and he got what he wanted. Yeah. He also says, other possibilities are left for future installments. There's a romance in the movie between Rogue and Iceman, but it doesn't exploit the possibilities of love between mutants and incompatible powers. How inconvenient if during sex your partner was accidentally teleported, frozen, slashed, etc. Does Cyclops wear his dark glasses to bed? X2, X-Men United, lacks a beginning, a middle, and an end, and exists more as a self-renewing loop, in that it is faithful to the comic books themselves, which month after month and year after year seem frozen in the same fictional universe. Yes, there are comics in which the characters age and the worlds change, but the X-Men seem likely to continue for forever, demonstrating their superpowers in one showcase scene after another. Perhaps in the next generation, a mutant will appear named Scribbler, who can write a better screenplay for them? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Three stars and he goes and slaps them down. It got wow. chilly at the end of that one. Wow, Roger Ebert, the real ice Feeling man. Feeling a little zesty. Wow, yeah. looks like shady. Sorry for the long read on that one. It seemed necessary. It There's a lot of mutant sex in there. Also, yeah, somebody should tell him about the porn parodies. Probably. Oh, I didn't even look them up. <laughs> well, you have Mister Skin up all the time, right? What do you got? <laughs> I don't like that. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you you created this world. You live in this one. I'm not looking up the X2 <laughs> X-Men United porn parody. I hope Nightcrawler's in it. Oh, he's too religious. <laughs> he's doing a threesome, but it's there in different parts of the building. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Manhattan hands. For what it's worth, X2 X United, X-Men United. Who gives a damn? The cover for it is Nightcrawler on the, the Blu-ray okay. DVD type thing. Okay. I'm looking on the Amazon.com. I want to see what other people have to say about this thing. Once again... Highly rated. Go Four figure. and a half stars. For probably all the wrong reasons on Amazon. Rebecca Romaine, this famous is hot. Was that Butthead from Beavis and Butthead? <laughs> it was somewhere between Butthead and Hank Hill. <laughs> One star Amazon review. August 5th, 2016. Typical Marvel junk. 2016 this was written in. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> makes any sense what? if you think about it. And I just can't turn my brain off. I'm not talking about the superpowers. Except in the superpower aspect, this story still makes no sense. It's a bad review. 
They usually are when they're one star, <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> From July 9th, 2014. My husband ordered this. I didn't watch it with him. Don't care for the violence in these movies. <laughs> Why is she reviewing it if she didn't watch it? Very presumptuous. <laughs> she didn't watch it, but then her husband ordered it. My husband ordered this. Don't even know how it was that. Star. She went on this to say, my husband is in the other room right now watching X2, X-Men United. I don't care for the violence that I'm not seeing. <laughs> One star. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but the Amazon star system is actually devised for wives whose husbands are going to get the movie. And of course, it's like, oh, don't, don't let them buy that one. Wife splaining? Violent. Yeah, wife splaining. Wife splaining. <laughs> March 22nd, 2004. It's called It's Trash. Trash. Trash movie. It is written in all caps. Let's see. It's garbage. Oh, figure this out. Now, I really like Hugh Jackman and all, but even this wasn't his best performance. Nigh problem is. The could have gone anywhere with script, but they didn't. They also tried to, but so many new characters in that they didn't focus enough on the main characters. Also, the left it open for a sequel. Did Gambit write that? Uh, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it's trash. Yeah, I think that was. Uh, I think Jason Stryker wrote that one. <laughs> Steven? <laughs> Steven, I'm going to need you to focus up for funny. a second. We're here. Because this is a direct attack on you. Okay, oh, I'm ready. This whole movie feels well, like a direct all, attack on Well, first of all, there's two direct attacks here. One from May 2nd, 2003. Okay. So they've been in a long time for yep. the drop. Where yeah. the title of it is just Steve. Wow. <laughs> they say, this movie was a joke. Talk about silly. It was way overdone. And if I have to see one more mutant either passing through a wall or crawling on the floor, I will puke. Who crawled on a floor? I don't know. They're taking the name <laughs> way too literally. Floor crawler. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's, Speaking he's of purple. crawling. It's his evil, uh, his evil, evil twin. February 11, 2004. Bamf your way to Hades, Nightcrawler. This says, I give this movie one star for the sheer laughable entertainment value of Nightcrawler. <laughs> the blue Catholic demon with a tail he is by far one of the most ridiculous characters I've ever seen. Do not waste your money or your time on this DVD. <laughs> they are calling out Nightcrawler. Directly. Yeah. Nightcrawler is the Bobo Fett of the X-Men. It, he, 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 he's just fucking cool. Did just Bobo Fett? Yeah. Yeah, Bobo oh, Fett. Bo- Boba Fett, right? Bobo Fett. Bobo Fett. Bobo Fett. Yeah. Excuse me. He's just fucking cool. <laughs> just suspend disbelief for it's two Boba hours. Boba Fett, but that's like a tiny little monkey. No, he's uh, got clown makeup <laughs> well, on, hey, Bobo. on his Mandalorian mask, <laughs> as everyone knows. This is Bobo the, Bobo the Fett. No, I don't feel confident <laughs> giving this review anymore. <laughs> No, keep going about Nightcrawler. Yeah, Nightcrawler is <laughs> such a badass. He's just fun. You just For, have to be... forget characters like Wolverine or Juggernaut or Magneto. Well, I would love Juggernaut to be in the film. I would love Nightcrawler's just the coolest. He's the absolute yeah. coolest. I think Magneto has What's one of the coolest do? scenes in the movie. Pray at me. <laughs> He's, you just have to suspend disbelief, be a little boy, and enjoy that movie. Yeah, but. Brian Singer would love you to do that. <laughs> yeah. Any little boy that suspends disbelief is Brian Singer's friend. His neck hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I don't understand is, did Nightcrawler actually do anything other than just save people by teleporting? He saved people. but I, I... Okay, but, but he never... Does he attack people? No. So he's just kind of like support. He's like, I'll rescue you if you get in a tight spot, and then I'll throw a few Hail Marys out. <laughs> Colossus. <laughs> Deadpool's Colossus. Deadpool's Colossus. Yeah. He's the fun police in the movie. Right. That's all he's there for. Yeah, but he he's fights, not attacking though. anyone. He but fights. He's, uh, yeah, a little bit. In both barely. movies, he uh, fights. And I've only seen the first one. And yeah, he barely fights in that one. 
he fights, and the second one he fights a lot. Not a lot of people fight in this movie, though. You get Gene Cray, Gene Gray. Wolverine fights a shitload. Yeah, for everybody else though, fights everyone. You yeah, know? Nightcrawler fights in the beginning, and and they're heavy handed. Yeah, but it, and that's all you yeah, get. Yeah, Nightcrawler fights in the beginning, but he's under the spell of exactly. Striker because it's not in his nature. So he's the, not in the third the one. The badass Catholic non-fighter I didn't blue say he's demon. Badass. Did I say he's badass? Yes, he did. He did. <laughs> yes, he that's how did. this whole thing started. He looks badass. <laughs> okay, he likes blue guys. Likes right, blue guys. Avatar. I'm Man, right. He was. I'm right on brand. Doctor Manhattan lost his mind. <laughs> I'm right on brand here. Did you guys happen to notice who wasn't in this movie? Juggernaut. Deadpool. Stan Lee. Batman. Oh, yeah. Superman. Stan, Stan Lee. Lee. Why? He was not asked. He, um, is that what it was? He wasn't asked? That's what I heard. They were just like, no, nah, don't even bother Stan with this one. <laughs> uh, Stan did an interview, and he said that he wasn't going to be turning up anywhere in X2. Uh, when asked if he had a cameo in the sequel, he replied, no, no, I don't. I don't think I'm going to have cameos in the sequels, because I think that just gets to be a little much. Little did he know. Wow. I'm hoping I can have a cameo in the first movie of each character. Oh boy! And then, uh, and then the MCU. Oh, started. how things have changed! <laughs> and now we're like, give us more Stan. Wow! So All there's right. no Stan to snap in this in this movie. No, we'll assume he was fine. Hey, the fuck! I haven't seen it yet. Stan to snap? You haven't seen Infinity War? No, I have. Oh, that's all we're. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know if there's no, something that happens no. in the. Okay, yeah, Stan Lee snaps his fingers, <laughs> and everybody except Marvel characters. <laughs> Dies. Well, he's hanging out with the watchers. I don't know. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> There's no stand to get snapped. All right. Fair. You know what we do on this show. I do. Well, I figure all this will be two words. Two words. Could you imagine if that was the spoiler? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Who by the way, snapped? Stan Lee gets the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> you That's see, why there's his, no more cameos out of this you movie. You see his old arthritic hand just slide in there he's and just, just going, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'd like to think he had the power for it by then. I don't think so. He's just Power Stone. But... But it's Stan Lee, and he didn't really know how to use it, so he snapped himself. <laughs> right. <laughs> no more cameos. Let's do Super Stuff. Let's do it. Let's give this a score. Go for it. Guys, I was really excited about Super Stuff. Yeah, and now? I'm not anymore. No, you're not, you're not so, no you, I don't so think hyped you should on be. This, this is going to be a weird one. I'm terrified. If we I had start boots, out I'd be shaking in them. With setting. We're all over the place? We are all over the place. We're in... The school's great. Canada. Canada the is the place. We, we go to Boston, apparently, Boston. but it we could do be not anywhere. Go to Boston. Yeah, we go Boston sucks. somewhere else. We ship up to... Ah, uh, soundstage. I'm gonna go zero. Zero. A hard zero. I won't fight that. Yeah, it doesn't seem right. I have other hills to die on. That's not it. <laughs> Better not be one liners. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Style and tone. I kind of want to give it a point five. It has some style to it. It does. It definitely has not a, style. a lot, but it has some. These characters aren't very fleshed out, but I mean, the world they live in, we're kind of building it a little bit. Yeah. Point five sounds good. Yeah. I. Yeah, the tone of it's kind of the, the weird part of it because it's again there's no real threat. I mean, Striker's a threat. He's a threat, but is he's he? gonna he's gonna take out he's all to, of the mutants. He's That's trying all to kill the characters. All the mutants, but even in that scene, you see all the mutants holding their ears because of the the loud noise and all yeah. that stuff. But it's only the mutants that we know. It would have been kind of fun if we saw like mutants maybe in like Japan or or somewhere if somewhere they, around the world yeah, if, if they, they gave the actual the stakes. stakes. Well, that's the deleted scene that got cut. That was supposed to happen, and and I think it's uh, much to the that should have gotten cut. Yeah, that's I a, agree. That would be great. I agree. Hmm. Um, and I, I think there are some themes in there that are being explored, some tones that are being explored. Yeah. You know, with the social commentary that X Men usually tackles, it just it doesn't do it a good job. It's either way too on the nose, like Bobby's coming out scene. Yeah. Or it's uh, it's it's too subtle. Extremes. Point five. Point five sounds good. Point five. Feels fair. How do you feel about the heroes? I don't feel great. Um, they do stuff, sort of. They do stuff. They save the world. Yeah. Uh, 
of mutants and then also humans. Yeah, that they which is down. not something I think that Incredibles would have done. No, they've no. been like, oh, switch it to humans. All right, we're good. I think you give it a one. You have Jean Grey who sacrifices her own life when she didn't have to. Well, yeah. exa- but she does. Iceman yeah. could have. That's a hero to just them though. Their immediate moment. I'm talking about the the grander scheme of things, and they stop the threat. Yeah, to all to all mutants. Might be a one. one. Yeah, it's it's they stop an imminent yeah. war. Give it a one. It feels like a one for at least another Let's movie. Let's give it a one. Appease the guest. Thank you. <laughs> That's your one. <laughs> Villains. Striker. Striker. It's not uh, Striker, and then it becomes Magneto. Yeah, Magneto does have a, a turn there. 0.5. And I think- I'm willing to go 0.75 even. I'll because take it. I think that Striker's got the juice. And Striker's got that his, juice his little boy juice. That juice is taking over really, really strong people. He sticks it in their neck hole, and they are Yeah, and Striker slaves. damn near did it. And Striker is, is almost- very close. Yeah. He's almost symbolic of society, too, outcasting the mutants. But I mean, he's why kind of, is he doing it? Because his, his, disdain, his, his boy, from mutants. his boy, uh, his mutant, but his, he his, couldn't get his cured. His son is a mutant. Once so he realized he couldn't get cured, he says, "Got to wipe them all out." Yeah, that, that's not a. Strong oh, it's bad motivation. motivation. Don't get me wrong, but I, Magneto, he does his thing at the end where he says, "Ha! We've they're gonna, all the mutants going to live. Also, now all humans will die." That's a pretty extreme turn, too. Yeah. Has Magneto ever been like kill all humans? Oh, absolutely. It's what the Brotherhood's all about. Yes. Is, is it really? Just oh yeah. Kill all humans. He is they, like humans. They make a they make a you know a, a, a nod to that scene too. That's uh, true. Cyclops and I keep wanting to say Doctor X, and I I know He's the character. Doctor. I know the character. Goddamn well. Charles. 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 When you say it that way, um, they make a nod to him saying uh, mutant superiority. So I, I mean that's mm. that's. I'll go point seven five because Stryker. Yeah, I don't really fully understand his motivation, but. It works. But it works. Female characters. One. This is the hill I want to die on. This is it. Wow. This is the hill. This is the one you're picking. This is it. Go on. You have to defend your one here. This is funny because Dave is usually a stickler for the one-liners. This is where I'm I'm like, convince me. Oh, see, I feel like Dave's usually a stickler here. No, no. No. I think Dave's way too easy on the female characters. Okay. Yeah. I Uh, think that, uh, well, because the female characters get overlooked in damn near everything. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, I mean, it's sad to say you have to dig a little sometimes. and You have to really stretch it to find the stronger ones. And there's always going to be something that screws it up because it's just the way they write female characters and it sucks. I think Jean Grey is a powerful character. Uh, literally and figuratively, she's the most powerful character in the universe mm-hmm. and the fear around her su- suggests as much and and the sacrifice at the end. I think they're written well, at least as, you know, 2003 is concerned. Tell me more about Lady Deathstrike. She has one line in the entire movie. Tell me more <laughs> about Mystique. Yeah, what does Mystique do? Oh, gets, she she gets really horny. She gets uh, at yeah. one. This is point. unraveling in front of me. She uh, what does she, does she tell me about Rogue? Does she she gets really horny at two uh, points. A guard to inject him with with, with iron. iron so she can later kill him. Yes, presumably. Shit. Also, does she does she try to does she try to fuck Logan? She absolutely does try to bone yeah. the Logan. That's empowering, sir. I I don't does know she that one is. To, <laughs> does she try to rape I'm Logan trying. as Jean Grey? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying so hard here. Yeah, Rogue. Rogue uh, almost kills her boyfriend because she gets kissed one time, yep. and then she just, she just like, needs more. more she needs more. Brian Singer is a terrible defense here. Yeah. Brian Singer is the worst defense. <laughs> but I'm going to grab at it. Uh, he's That's quoted. what he would love you to do. <laughs> <laughs> True. I'm too old for him now. Yeah. But... Well, ele- the 11-year-old sparkle. <laughs> yeah, if you exactly. shaved, you would, you would not look too old for him. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, he believed that this was the first movie to show a female pilot in the scene where uh, the U.S. is tracking them. And that was his quote about it. It's since been 
proven false. But well, of course, <laughs> of course, it has. <laughs> but he felt that way about it. I don't it. have a lady plane drivers in any movie until mine. I don't know why I made him southern. All right, zero for zero for female characters. Well, we went right from a one to a wow. Zero. That's a, I was going to. You go, don't want to give. It, I was going to go higher than that. Yeah, oh. yeah, because Jean Grey. That was enough Jean for me. Gray was, take a point five. Though? That was enough for me to go point oh. five. That's that's a big sacrifice. Five. I feel all right about point five. Okay. All right. I do not feel good about a one. No, a no, no. Of, I was going to say point two. A lot of horniness. Story and motivation. <laughs> oh, boy. Whose motivation? Give me any. <laughs> I'll go zero because the story's a mess. The story's all over the place. All right, zero. It was to the point that Roger Ebert had to talk about mutant sex because he couldn't figure out the story. And there was yep. quite a few allusions to it. Yes. Music. Zero. Is, Is there zero. any? Yeah, there, there's uh, there's music playing along with the images you say. John John Ottoman, the, Ottoman. John, the John Favreau. Yeah, I made him into a, a footrest. <laughs> the John Favreau Could have made of himself into an composers. empire. He chose to go with the weaker one. Oh well, yeah, zero for music. Impact on the genre. This is interesting. This is the good one. I think this is a good one. This is yeah. This is the good X Men movie. They kept pumping them out. They're still pumping them out today. I'll go one. The big old impact. They rebooted it a movie later. Not in X3, but... Right after. That's a totally different thing. The fact that they recognize that they could. But they reboot yeah. X-Men all the time, even in the comics, where you have, what, you have the uncanny X-Men, you have the astonishing X-Men. They just keep throwing whatever the hell they want on it. The new mutants, yeah. They've yeah. All, sorts of, all sorts of takes. That's more of the X-Men's impact on the genre, though, and not so much this movie. Not wrong. But this is considered the good one. Okay. One. Maybe not a one. Maybe not a one? Maybe not a one. Damn. I feel good about the ones, though. I know you do. I don't. Well, let's give it the one. Dirty one. It's a dirty one. Teamwork. I mean, it's it depends, the whole movie. It depends who you consider part of the team. Well, Nightcrawler true. part of the team. Because Nightcrawler, he does a save. Nightcrawler saves a, a, bunch, a bunch of people. He also does a kill. He I also hate does a beat. that Jean Grey's sacrifice is like the point for all of these for me. But, like, but then she doesn't need kill. to. True, but she does. Yeah, but then there's also mm. Cyclops who... Doesn't do dick in this movie. No, he turns evil. There's also Wolverine who, who actually went away. back Ooh, and helped yeah. the team at a point. He does, but he also runs off on his own. He does right. times. He's got his own thing going on there. But he also did stay back at the X Mansion when everybody else was gallivanting and because watched they told all the him kids. To. They told him to. Oh, but he's Wolverine. You're going to tell Wolverine to do something? And he listened. Yeah. So it's not nothing. Uh, I'll go point five. Okay. Point that five on the teamwork. Yeah. I mean, it's all right. And one-liners. Zero. Zero. It's a zero. Hard zero. They didn't even, they didn't even get the uh, the toad line from Storm from the first movie. That's oh, a bad line. God. It's awful. <laughs> There's nothing Same remarkably thing that happens brutal. happens anything else. Yeah, it's a bad one. She insisted on delivering it serious. Why? Why? It was supposed to be a she joke. She won an Oscar line. like a year later, too. So you know what? Huh. Good for her. Trust her? No. X2, X-Men United, comes in. With a 4.25 Super Stuff score. I was counting. I thought I'm so. okay with that. I'm very okay with that. Comes in right below the Toxic Avenger. Ow! I'm more okay with that now. Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect spot Seems for right. What are we talking about next week? We got a hero we haven't talked about in a while. Yeah? Got a trilogy that I think we need to wrap up. Oh, man. I'm yeah, it's getting not, black clothes it's on. It's not going to be Let's fun. Let's go to the discotheque and dance it out. We're talking Spider-Man with a vengeance. Spider-Man 3. Hell yeah. Threebs yeah. McGeebs? Hell Threebs? Threebs McGeebs. Do you remember your like thoughts on Spider-Man 3? I've only seen it once. I, I saw it in theaters. My thoughts, I saw it on the- in theaters too. I think that was the last time I saw it. I think my thoughts are in line with most of Civilization's thoughts about this movie. All right. It's not great. Is this where we introduce Eddie Brock, right? Yeah. 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 Toast McGoes. Toast McGoes. 
I wasn't ready. <laughs> Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podcast Addict, Google Podcast, CastBox, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Player FM, Beyond Pond, Overcast, and Podchaser. Goodness. And others. Yeah. You can also like and follow us on <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cape Podcasters. We're still having some fun. Yeah. Doing doing the social stuff. Yeah, thanks for writing in. Thanks for all the suggestions and stuff like that. Yeah. Keeping it going. Keep doing that stuff. We like it. We have our almost daily. It's almost daily. Super... Someone forgot a day this week, and now we're calling it the nearly daily. The in nearly case I daily. ever forget another day. That's, that's it's fair. It's going to happen. For sure. And if you have any uh, questions, comments, stories, opinions, maybe you liked this movie better than we did, and you want to tell us why we're wrong, send us an email. Katepodcasters at gmail.com. So we'll see you next week for Spooderman 3. Thrapes McGeebs. Same pod time. Same pod jam. So, Brian, that's X2, X-Men, United. What do you think happens post-credits? I think we see Mystique being her, her blue old self, walking around somewhere, and she sees over in the corner her cell phone, probably like a, like a Samsung Blackjack 2, you know, 2003. Oh, Throwback. Throwback, yeah. Yeah. She goes over to her cell phone. She sees 37 missed calls. They're all from Logan. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of clerks when you said that. <laughs> 37! Try not to suck any dicks on your way to the parking lot. <laughs> Dave, what do you think happens? What I think happens is Jean Grey is still alive in this situation. What? Yeah. It's a flashback going back. Okay. And you start to see the love triangle between the Cyclops and Wolverine and Jean Grey. And they say, hey, man, we're a team. And Storm's going to be there. We're all going to go out to dinner. We're going to go to the city. We're going to have a nice night out. We got to gel as a team. We got to figure this out because our team score wasn't that high in the last super stuff score. <laughs> <laughs> so they all go downtown Manhattan. They say, all right, we got to get back to Westchester. How are we going to do this? Well, we got to take the train and we got to go back uptown. Logan goes, I don't see a train. To which Gene goes, Logan, it's underground. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's great. Steven, what do you think happens? All right. So we cut to Colossus out in the woods still with the kids. Roman about, uh, it's been a couple of days since the initial attack. They're laying low. Uh, so he and two other kids finally scurry their way back to uh, the the school. They're there. They're kind of repairing. Uh, they're getting rid of the bodies. And then there's a knock on the door. And he answers it. And Deadpool's there. And he goes, how come there's never anybody in here? 